What's up, everybody? Sorry for the long weekend. We're back. It's True Sight Talks time. Uh, we're talking with uh, my good friend Anthony Pacino, and I do make a joke reference to his last name in the podcast, which you'll laugh at, I think, I hope, and if you don't, I'll be angry. But anyways, um, so we talked to him about, uh, you know, just life pursuit and things like that. He's a chef. He just spent a bunch of time over in Europe and Italy, and he's going to be talking about all that on this episode. So uh, stay tuned, get comfortable, and uh, get hungry. Alright. Well, what's up? <laughs> not much. Just helping my uncle out. That's pretty much all I've been doing since I got back. Oh, yeah. I'm not really looking for a job at all right now. So, uh, let's talk about Europe and Italy. Europe and Italy. Italy's part of Europe, so that's, that's all kind of together. True. <laughs> uh, but uh, You didn't know your geography. Um, I mean, I left. Just getting there was crazy, because I did... Uh, it's a 15-hour travel time. So I took a four-hour flight to uh, Washington, D.C. from here in Colorado, and that was easy. That was nothing. Right. And it was a nine-hour flight all the way over. So I – oh, my gosh. The, I flew United, which was actually, like, really good. They did a good They didn't with, kick you off? No. No, they didn't. Or was that United or was that U.S. Air? I think it was U.S. Air, but <laughs> the United, it was, like, it was, like, all you could drink, like, two meals – Movies, TV shows, and on they the hook little you TV, up with all good free. Meals too, all free. Huh? Yeah, the meals were pretty decent, but like it was all free too. So like the the nine hours on that plane, it was it went by pretty quick. Damn. And I can't sleep in cars or planes or anything, so I was up the whole time. And then I uh, landed in Geneva, Switzerland at eight a.m. So and so like, you had like major jet lag. That whole day, like, that first couple days was rough. You're like what? Because I got there and I had to stay up because I'm not gonna like be on a weird schedule yeah. with everybody. So I stayed up. I was up for like forty hours total. Uh, and then I crashed hard and woke up at like 11 o'clock the next day after, uh, after that whole first day. And it was, it was just, it's just a different feel over there for culture. Like some, some, some stuff that I'm like, that's kind of thinking, but it's like, they will go to the store every day just cause they want fresh bread every day. Right. They only right. buy enough bread for one day. And I'm like, y'all are crazy. Well, and they, and it's not like, cause like from what I understand, it's like over there, they don't. They don't use it. The grain's different. The wheats and they, the grains. They use different wheats and they don't and have, like, the same... Because we have, like, GMO crops. So, like, they... Yeah. You know, you can Terrible have a shit. loaf of bread for two weeks and then right. go back and eat it or whatever. And there, they don't they don't believe in that. Yeah. I mean, it's oh, a different yeah. crop system. And I think that's... It's um, pretty seasonal, too, over there. Like, when I was over there, you can't... I couldn't find, you know, like... What was it? Uh, cherries. They're not in season. They don't have them in any stores. Huh. Not there. So there's no cherries when I They don't there. import or anything? Like Not really. Geneva, well, Switzerland makes all of its money because they have no natural resource other than water. That's all they have. Oof. Are you serious? Yeah, they really have nothing else. In like, <clears throat> and like, So they have water, milk, chocolate, and some cheeses. That's like it that they produce. So everything there is extremely expensive. It's taxed. Yeah. The tax have... system in Europe is crazy. You think you pay a lot of money right now? You're, if you think taxes are high, you're, 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 you're crazy. The sales tax for like a one, one euro cup of coffee, they tax the restaurant a dollar oh five, hundred and five percent of what they just sold is the tax rate. Yeah, for coffee, really? it's nuts. I didn't, I couldn't believe it. Well, isn't it, isn't it because they have to pay for their 
Because, like, I know, is it Switzerland or is it Sweden who has, like, the crazy high tax rate due to, like, free health care? It's Sweden, but um, Italy has one of the craziest ones. Like, they pay 30, 30% across the board on all their stuff. Jesus, dude. So, I, cu- I couldn't believe how expensive things was. Because then I went from... Because I went from Switzerland to just across the lake was France. Like, it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I'm really close. And the price was insane. You go eat a four-course meal in Switzerland, you're paying 60 or 80 Swiss francs, which is like $90 American. American. And then you go over just across Lake to France, and I paid 30 for, like, the chef's choice four-course meal. So it's like, like a weird, like, it's everywhere crazy is different. crazy how Everywhere's different it is. Yeah, and then... And then Italy, I had like I don't even know how many courses there were, and I paid like thirteen. <laughs> like it's it's crazy. Everyone's just like, yeah. oh, we're gonna tax the hell out of you. <laughs> right. And they and they own. cover those taxes, and it's restaurants just don't make as much money as you would think over there. But well, and like they're popular still. It makes you wonder like how most people you know afford to live there in certain places, especially like be a teacher, be a t- like a Switzerland. The one of my my family over there, one of their sons. Well, they're both actually teachers. My older cousins, they're mm. in there. 60s oh gotcha so they were both teachers they have a house in switzerland and a house in france if you're a teacher in switzerland that's you make more money than anybody else what in the entire it's all state funded that's why taxes are so high because they have to gotcha. pay it but it's like all these other people that don't have those jobs like the construction workers like they they don't have much money at all because right. they have to pay all the taxes yeah because they're well and that like reminds me of some of the stories i heard about like uh people in ireland and things like that like if you're a plumber dude like you're basically working one of the worst jobs you could work right whereas the like, opposite's here as a plumber you know, here you're making make... you're making 20 to 30 dollars an hour and right. like even though it sucks you're like well i'm still making a decent right. living you know yeah it's crazy how much money people people think uh you need to go get a four-year degree at college and you really don't you don't if no. you go to a school and you work two years to get your welding license and be an apprentice you can walk out of there as a welder, doing nothing but like putting sheet metal together for trailers, making yep. sixty thousand a year. And if you're an under underwater, like deep sea, oh, you're, you're making one hundred and twenty to fifty thousand dollars a year. But Damn. you know, it poses risk. That'd be cool. Oh yeah, there's, there's risk. There's, there's, there's risk. But there's risk in everything. There's risk that you walking do. outside. Yeah, yeah exactly. So it's like, it, like I told, I just, I actually did a, uh, I actually did uh, a lecture and a live demo at Centaurus High School yesterday mm-hmm. in uh, Lafayette. For someone I know, because they do a catering and living on your own course. So I made crepes and talked to the kids, and I, like that's all I told them I was like, you don't know what you want to do. Just go to Front Range. It's two thousand dollars a year to learn the same thing you're going to learn at CSU uh, for yeah, twenty five. Yeah, yeah. Because the first two years are general ed before you pick your major. Well, yeah, anyway, you so have to it's put, like what take the, your. Uh... It's like who the hell? Like I'm not. I'll spend four grand before I spend fifty. No, for sure. Well, and that's like, the thing that. that most people. It's like a, it's a misconception. Right. You know, it's like people are like, all oh, tra- I have yeah. to go to. I have to go to a university. It's like, dude, you do not. If you got like, a full ride, have fun. Do well, that's you want. what I'm saying. But some but people, God. some people who even get a full full ride. They're like, right. oh, I don't. They they drop out, and I'm like, well, how'd you do that? Like, <laughs> blows my mind. That's like one of my cousins. She was going just last year to UNC. Ten grand to live in the dorms that year, just to live in the dorm for a year. Damn. A, excuse me. That's a thousand dollars a month. That's why you can go rent half an apartment half right. a few, for six hundred bucks. Like. Forget that. Oh, dude. But she was a freshman, uh, and you don't have a choice. Yeah, you have to so, live in the dorm. And... So she did the first year there, and then her second year, she went to Ames. She was like, ah. well, so she went that... to Ames and spent two grand, <laughs> and I'm now bad. she's back at UNC for her for her major, which is just teaching and education, which... 
Well, it's better to go community Ugh. college than university because exactly. then you get all everything done for cheap on the cheap. Right. And then you go in and you can spend whatever on your graduate mm-hmm. and then, you know, undergrad, whatever you right. want to do or whatever you you're at. You into your major with four grand. Yeah. Usually not in debt because you, you are you able to work a part-time yeah. job and you pay it off. So you yeah. walk in with no debt. Then you do fifty thousand in debt, and that's fine. That's and half then, of what you would. And then paid. hopefully you land a job after you graduate. That's the whole point. Like, are you right. doing something that, that and and if you love what you do, like it doesn't like what 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 would what's your dream job? Like at, like ask what's your dream job if money weren't like an actual object, and you have people who are like oh I'd love to work with. Uh, at risk kids I'm like do it then, then like well you can't it, live I'm like do it you, if like, you love it you'll find a way to make the money well and that's and that's always the thing is like for me and Alex up. and everyone that we know because right. like we have like a collective of people mm-hmm. and none of us are really in college to for what Caden and Sean yeah and right. it's a thing of like Nick and Nick yeah and it, it's the thing of if you if you think of something to do, why not try it? You know, right. it's, it's better to jump off the tree and learn and grow wings on the way down than it is to just stay yeah. on the tree forever That's as so a little fucking bird and, and just never do anything. Right. Because like, there's, I mean, you'll never know if anything works out if you don't try. So right. it's like, you know, I, I'm gonna take up painting tomorrow or something. Mm-hmm. Right. If you're, fall, I mean, if you're gonna fall, fall forward. Because yeah, you know, yeah. if I if I do go after this pastry shop and it's open for a year and then it's not making as money as my one, I have to close it down. I have to close it down. But I don't need to be 60 years old going, man, if only I'd have done that. Yeah, it well, like. it's a regret thing. Right. Yeah, it's... I'd rather have my life filled with mistakes than regrets. Exactly, exactly. Well, and that's, uh, you know, that's just like a good cornerstone to life is like you don't want to be that dude who works a 9-to-5 job for the rest of his life and like, I, I wish myself. I would have done, I wish I would have done this when I've I was never, 22 yeah. years old, yeah. you know, and it's like you should have just done it, you know. Right. I've if never you... wanted to work in an office. I'd kill myself. <laughs> I'd do one of the statistics of suicide due to the nine to five. <laughs> I wouldn't be. There's no way I can. I mean, I like. I get up at six thirty every morning. I love being up in the morning. Yeah. Very productive. Do like a little workout. Do whatever you got to yeah. do. But I mean, it's better. Like I got up at six this morning, and everyone's like, "Man, it's already noon." I'm like, "It's already noon." Like I've been up for I've been six up for hours. hours. Yeah, no, and you're like, "Man, dude, I have so much to right. do today." And then you got you got more energy for, and, and people don't understand that because logically, it's like you got up earlier. How do you have more energy? Your body just—it's the sunlight. It's just your your attitude. Well, and I heard that if you start most days, I was reading this thing a couple of weeks ago, and it's like if you start most days waking up at five thirty, um, let's say you work at eight o'clock mm-hmm. and you wake up at five thirty, you have like two and a half hours right. to to do something that you wouldn't have uh time exactly. for after work or before work in general and then you just have like a really good head start for the day so like you wake up and you know say you're writing a book you mm-hmm. write you know six pages you're gonna feel really good all day because you're like oh, i yeah. started the day super productive yep you there know is. and i wasn't late for work i wasn't yeah. rushing out the door i was up ready to go and i was firing off all cylinders and they say if you start waking up at 5 30 or 6 Mm-hmm. Every morning, or even two hours prior to when you have to go to work or go do things that you do on a normal basis, right. you will f- you will generally feel a lot better and more productive, mm-hmm. and your mind's more engaging, more creative. Totally, especially in the morning sense. Um, stati- statistically, your mind is more creative in the morning than it, it is because like you work all day and right. you drain all that that energy, all your ideas. You'll forget shit. And then at the end of the day, you're like, oh, what was that one thing I was thinking of this morning? And you're trying to remember and recalling, and it just – sometimes it doesn't click. Some people, it doesn't matter. But I know for me personally, it does matter. If I don't if I don't wake up at, like, a scheduled time, I wake up at 4 every day. And I wake what? up, and I just lay there, and I think. Yeah, I get up by 5 and do stuff. 
and then you know i'm on my way to work at six so it doesn't mm-hmm. i don't know yeah. i don't like the idea of just not you know of being late being mm-hmm. late scares me so like oh i've never man i i was i was i got here right at 3 30 and i that's late for me i've never, I've never been late to a day it's better work to be five minutes early than five oh, yeah. minutes late i've never been late to a day work my entire life people don't believe me when i tell them that but it's true i've never been anything less than 10 minutes early or anything see, more that's than good 20. i'm late to my that's nine to five because i hate it so like <laughs> what do you it, do right now i uh, i'm working <laughs> i work uh down in denver at a battery warehouse okay. and so usually i'm late due to right. my to the drive, but that's to the traffic. part. That's the part of the plan that you're at right now. It's the the bullshit grind that you have to do, yeah, yeah. so you can do what you want to do. Exactly. Because that's, I mean, that's the only thing right. you got to make the money to do what you want right. to do. Right. The guy that's making a quarter of a million dollars a year, and uh, he doesn't have any more time than you do. Everyone gets yeah. 24 hours in a day. So yep. if you go to work from, because I hate that. That's just a crap excuse. Like I don't have time. It's like you like, do. You do. Like you have 24 do. hours. You got. Let's say you sleep for. Because you only need six hours of sleep. That's all you need. And some people go, but I need eight. So fine. You can have your eight. You got eight hours of sleep. Right. You go to work for eight hours. So what are you doing in your last eight hours? Like, what are you doing? Even if you have to to drive an hour, you know, two hours round trip, you have six hours. What are you doing? Because I'm sure if I take out your phone and now I check the stupid update they gave where it tracks your time on the <laughs> yeah. screen. I bet that says three hours. Three I bet hours. Netflix yeah. is like, yo, you were on me for an hour. Like, <laughs> so you're you're basically just like pissing away your time thinking about, oh, I could have done that. Well, and, it, and if people it's stupid. I mean, as far as like work ethic goes, if you're like honestly, I mean, I think for our group of you know friends in the True Sight Collective, mm-hmm. I think we all like are pretty decent at managing our time, especially when it comes to projects, right? Um, and like things that we're trying to do. Um, but like, let's say, you know, for example, if I like went home and I just didn't do anything that night, like I would feel so crappy or shitty or whatever. And I'd just be Mm -hmm. like, yo dude, like I just wasted six hours. Why did I do that? So it's like, if I go to bed by midnight every night, but I still like had it like use that time, like valuably, Mm -hmm. I will feel a hundred percent better and I'll sleep just the same. Right. And I'll wake up at the same time either way. Totally. But if I go to bed at midnight and I hadn't done anything from the moment I got home, I'm going to sleep terribly. Right. And I'm going to wake up angry and mm-hmm. fatigued. And it's like a weird thing. Right, because past you screwed future. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, now, now you have extra workload right. to do. But, That's uh, crazy. I was gonna ask you. So when you were in Switzerland, did oh. you stay at a, you stayed at your uncle's or I your sta- cousins? I had, I had cousins. Yeah, I had some older cousins. So yeah, I was able to stay at their place. And uh, helped them with some yard work and stuff, but like, other how than long that, were you there? How long? Because I saw for a month. Just in Switzerland. No, so I went Switzerland and drove into France because it's only mm-hmm. a forty minute drive into France. Gotcha. From where we were, and then I took. I I had family on my dad's side that are in Italy that only my grandparents on that side have ever met. Oh wow! And they don't speak English. Oh but wow! One of them does, so she was able to like get me hooked up. So I jumped on a train, seven hour train ride from Switzerland all the way to Rome. So I did that. I bet that was amazing, man. You'd be surprised how many tunnels there are. Like, they're small mountains, but they're like, we're not, because they need to be flat because it's those bullet trains that go. I was moving 280 miles an hour the whole way. Yeah. So, yeah, we're cutting, like, they, like, even the the stupidest small tunnel, it's like five feet, but they don't want to waste. They're just (laughs) bursting through it. (laughs) So we're going, and I get there, and I went from, this is basically a small village, which would be, it's a little smaller than like Berthed, mm-hmm. you know, Berthed is. So it's a village. And then I went to Rome, 
the busiest, so you, ju- you literally most, jumped from a small city to a huge the most, giant beautiful no one knows how to drive well it's because they don't have grids no one knows how to drive over there Everyone's so angry all the time. Um, <laughs> get out of my like, way! Yeah. Are, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but like stupid people, Americano. it's uh, there's it's actually uh, different. The va va culo is va what culo. It's fuck you. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's great, but they're like waving out the window. <laughs> this just means what do you want? Like this means nothing but what do you want when you like wave your hand? And for like that. people who obviously don't know what the gesture we're doing, it's right. like. I'm sure you've it's seen the, the most Italian, the, the Italian thing, you know, right. when they, they fold their fingers or yeah. doing that. That's hilarious. It means what do you want, and people are just doing it. There's no response to it either. Because, like, like, there's there's literally there's six lanes of traffic. There's no separating lines. Buses don't have to stop for jack shit. So you could jaywalk, and they're just going to be like, yeah. Oh, we did that. Uh, the guy that was showing me around, he's 82 years old. His name was Paolo. Thank God for Google Translate. And when he talk, I just hold it and record his voice and then play it in English. <laughs> But man, he's 82 and he showed up, I shit you not, white suit. What? White suit. Like you would be like, oh, that's Sarah's stereotype. No, I saw so many older Italian guys in white suits. Like of they course. were all running they're the all, mob. They're, they're all little <laughs> it was uh, great. Mussolini's, it was, yeah. man. Oh, I got to see that too. They're like, yep, that's where they hung Mussolini. <laughs> you're I like, was oh, like yeah. 100 feet from where they stabbed Caesar. I was like, this is awesome. Like, I saw that. Yeah, that's wild. like. That was crazy. Because I'm. I've always been into history, and, like, mm-hmm. Rome is my favorite thing. Like, I study it, like, it's just so, cool. so, so tactitiously, awesome. man, and yeah. it's just beautiful to me. And that, when I saw your post about, I was going to ask you about that, where they stabbed Caesar, because I remember when I learned right. about that, I was like, man, that's, like, that's crazy. Yeah, the story can, behind it is crazy. You can see the, like, because it was a big hallway with, like, mm-hmm. columns and stuff. All the columns were pretty much fallen. You can see the bases, and you can see, like, the sidewalk that went underneath them. And then the main building for the Senate and stuff right. like that, but it's just crazy. Like, you know, he 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 took over. You know, they would let let one guy be in charge during war, and they're like, "All right, you make the call. It's easier this way." Yeah. And then he's like, "Yeah, war's over, but I'm gonna stay." And everyone was I'm gonna like, be, no, "I'm gonna no, be no, no, an no. imperator yeah. now." Right and, now, uh, I'm emperor. And so then they were like, "Yeah, I don't think so." So then like, well, and it was also his though best friend started the yeah story. yeah I know like, that's the thing because wasn't it uh, et tu brute yeah. yeah. Brutus, Brutus, uh, yeah, Brutus Maximus is what. Yeah, dude, English. that's the crazy. That story to me is one of the crazier ones because right. Caesar was not supposed to come back across the Rubicon. Right. That's the problem that Rome had mm-hmm. is he wasn't supposed, no, supposed to survive. To he was supposed to die. He was supposed to die, and that's why what they sent Pompey mm-hmm. and uh, other homeboy against him. Right. And I was like, I remember listening. I was like, so Caesar's supposed to die. They said if you cross the Rubicon, like, right. you're you're pretty much. <laughs> committing treason he's like yeah fuck it i'm yeah. gonna do it anyways uh, <laughs> he's like, I'll do it. and he shows he's up like, back I'm, in rome just... he's like what's up everybody everyone's and like, well and that's the thing he was so you. charismatic and right. really it's the model from um scipio africanus during the carthaginian wars and mm-hmm. for those of you who don't know this it's me just yeah it, it just, if you <laughs> if you want if you want a good podcast to listen to listen to the history of rome it's on spotify and stuff it's really cool it's but cool. uh so Scipio Africanus was fighting the Carthaginians against Hannibal, the, you know, mm-hmm. the, the Not scorch. Hannibal Lecter, that's a different yeah, yeah. guy. Yeah, different guy. But, uh, <laughs> so, it was like this giant 20-year war or something like that. Mm-hmm. Don't quote me on that, but... So, Scipio, he was like a cross between Jim Morrison and, uh, like, <laughs> uh, what did like, they say? It was like Jim Morrison and some other famous dude, but he was like a very charismatic... He looked like a rock star. He had long hair, yeah. and the Senate didn't like that, 
and he was just very charismatic yeah. and that's where from that moment on all the the roman emperors and generals they all took after that because mm-hmm. they all became very charismatic and they could raise up legions on their own right. with no with no problem because people no, were like oh positive yeah he's attitude, excited. yeah exactly. well it's like hitler in germany like mm-hmm. he just had he had a very big he just he, he just, just knew he could how talk to talk. Well. That's it. And like, if you know how to talk, how to talk well, crazy you... story, true story. So Hitler wanted to be a painter. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He went to France, and there was an art director, Jewish, not kidding, told him that he sucked and he was terrible and he'd never have a future in art. So he went home, and his dad made him get a job in the government. And there you go. And there you go. Well, then on top of that, with the whole World War One thing, he already right. had he like already, a, yeah. a like a disdain like, towards Jewish already, people. Yeah. yeah, you know, and that it just set him up for like total, uh, totally psychotic. Because um, right. everybody, rake. everybody at that point was just mad at the world. Like you guys really took it out on Germany. Like we didn't start that fight, but yeah, we can blame us. <laughs> There's actually a group of German citizens that will deny that the Holocaust happened. They said that it's made up and it's not real. There's actually a significant number. I think the last I heard was like 7% of the German population will sit there and tell you that it's bullcrap and never happened. Well, wow. Yeah. That's crazy. It's it's like, like, how do you deny? Like, uh, not to like, but like, like you still have historic places in Germany where they had like the gas chambers. Yeah. Like, you can't And and they want to just, well, and I, I was, uh, I was listening to something and they said that, um, when the Americans came into Berlin, mm-hmm. um, there was mass because they, I was listening to something and they were talking about like mass suicides, like kind of like uh, related to cults, because right. cults will do the mass suicides for their, you know, for yep. whatever they Don't believe drink the in. Punch is yeah, where that came from. Uh, it, it was actually Flavor Aid people. It wasn't Kool Aid. So when people say drink the Kool Aid, you're actually very fraud. <laughs> That's a fraud statement. You're and hurting the poor business guys. <laughs> it's Flavor Aid. Kool Aid man alone. <laughs> but uh, so the uh, it was like. The German people. It wasn't mm-hmm. even like high-ranking Nazis. Right. They just it was just German people who were like committing mass suicide in Berlin when the Americans and the Russians came from both flanks. And that, to me, it's like that's a little wonky because it's like right. they just didn't want to lose. They didn't want to be told that they were wrong. Right. You know, for what happened, they yeah. didn't want to. Which be... the only way for a war to start is for everybody to think they're right. Exactly. It's like right, yeah. So somebody at the end has to accept the blame. Which right. Is, yeah. Which is crazy. World War Two, and we won. Germany didn't have any money to pay everyone because if you lose war, you mm-hmm. pay for the war. But not just your. You pay for the you war. Pay, you pay for everything. So the United States gave them all the money to pay everybody for the war, and we never got paid back. <laughs> like at all. Like we got paid for our portion, but like well, we gave them the they the, gave the three hundred billion for the war. And well, they, they gave, gave us a us bunch of scientists. I know that. Oh yeah, that's good. Let's just let the Nazi science. That's the one thing that. That's weird. Like, I know. To me, it's just too weird. Like to let, like, yo, you are our enemy. Like, come over here, because they actually have. There's like the divi- there's there's like third world countries where these German defector scientists actually go and they develop, uh, bio weapons for yep. the black market. Like that's real. Like they've de- yeah. they they go and they get set up at colleges as professors oh, in these geez. nations, and they're. Pumping they're, out, they're pumping, they're pumping out, out illegal bio weapons out of the back door on the black market. I'm like, that's not. Damn. Good. I mean, well, it's like once you're so evil, you just keep doing evil, you know. And that's <laughs> true. Uh, who is the guy? Because he helped create NASA. I can't remember his name it right was now. A German, yeah, it was a German. He, he was a he's a Nazi, mm-hmm. and that was the one thing after the war. He like he uh you know, I was actually before the war, mm. um, I believe, and he uh he was like he defected to the American side to help develop. The, to help with the the Manhattan Project, but then he started developing NASA to get to the moon to beat the Russians and right. to beat uh, 
China and stuff. Basically beat everybody. Yeah, and so that's the one thing that, like, when I heard about when I read about that, I was like, yo, dude, that's pretty crazy that, like, we we gave asylum to Nazi, like, super Nazi fucking... uh, It's crazy. Scientists who like were killing people left and right, and it's just like it's just a weird like tainting of NASA for me because I'm like, hmm. (laughs) You think crazier? They excavated Hitler's coffin. You know what was in it? Hmm. A woman's decayed body. I believe. Like no, that's no, that's like that's what that's that's a true. Yeah. New York Times article. I think he went to South America. I think he went to Cuba where they get because Cuba Cuba sent. Everyone sent the German military, sent them blank uh, passports, like basically like visas. Like, come on, come on in. So there's actually like, if you go to Cuba, there's areas with German population, like little, I'm talking like little little, blue eyed blonde haired Cubans. And there's a lot of Nazi paraphernalia down there. And there's been like little like conspiracy photos of like this man with no mustache. And it's like, dude, this looks like Like Hitler Hitler without a mustache. Like this looks like an 80 year old Hitler with this Cuban woman, which first of all, I'm like, what are you going to Cuba for? If you hated everybody that didn't. That didn't look like you. Yeah. Well, it didn't, didn't look, look like, like he had brown hair, yeah. brown eyes. <laughs> well, like, what well, the heck, well, man? Like, well, that's the one thing that's always like, it's like, I was actually thinking about that the other you're day. You're part Jewish, so. probably. What are you doing? Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm like, bro, like. With the supreme race, you're not part of it. Like, so. <laughs> He's just like, I have an idea for the supreme race. It's not me. Don't blame me. Right. But I want everybody else to be like that. He's like, yeah. it's my vision for you guys. Not for me. <laughs> not for me. <laughs> I may or may not oh. be you guys, but man. I have the supreme idea. I don't remember the name of it. The movie, it's about, uh, uh, gosh, I'll show my nerd. The guy that plays Black Panther played this uh, this runner. I think it was Jesse Jane. I don't remember. Man, what's his name? Uh, but he was running in the Olympics in the 1942. Oh, he plays the, what's his face? Oh, he yeah. plays Jackie Robinson in 42. Yeah, he, plays, uh, he plays like all these really great African-American and, and African roles. It's, it's uh, really cool. Oh, I almost just said Tyson Fury. But they really touched on like when he won. Because German, that was in Germany. It was that was a big, that were. was a big deal. It was right before the war, and it, Hitler left. He didn't stay. Like he, he saw him, he, he, he took off, and he, yeah, he was. He gone. knew. He knew. He knew. He was like he we was lost like, a black guy. We're not the like. It's we're crazy. We're not the supreme uh, race. One of the one of the there was a comedian I can't remember, but he was making jokes about that Olympic. He's like, were like you could you imagine about... how hype they were going to the Olympics? Like, we are the Supreme Race. We're going to win. And then, they and then get on there. the way back, you're, <laughs> they're like, on the way back, you're in a, a silent an, bus yeah, ride. <laughs> yeah, you're in, in, a, in a limo with an even angrier Adolf Hitler than usual. Like, what do you do? <laughs> like, like, oh, Zephyr, he's angry. We should not talk to him. <laughs> he Just might pop snap. your cyanide right there. Don't even <laughs> pop the your cyanide. Uh, I think you were talking about Chadwick Boseman, correct? Yeah, yeah. 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 Chadwick Boseman. Thank you, thank you. Um... He's, he's what was that movie called? Did you see? Forty two. Forty two is where he plays Jackie Robinson. And then the running movie though. Let me uh, let me look up his IMDb real quick. But yeah, he plays uh, Black Panther and all that stuff, and he's. Um, he's, pretty, he's he's a great actor. I really like him. He's done some. Really he also good played stuff. in. Oh, he he was also James Brown in Get On Up. That's pretty was cool. He? Yeah. Is it Marshall? No, Marshall is the one with. Uh, oh, he was a lawyer. Where, yeah. Where. He's been in a lot. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah. And people really only started to take a lot of notice when he was Jackie Robinson. That was kind of his first big lead role, and he plays that role amazingly in 42. Um, this is from the King. Yeah, I don't... Th- the Kill Hole? No. No. The Express, Draft Day, Captain America, Message from the King, Black Panther, Avengers. Might have been something simple like Runner or something. Heaven, but... 17 Bridges. 
17 bridges isn't out yet. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't really say, but I I do I do know of the the story though. Right. It's just crazy. Um, I'm pretty sure Jay Z just dressed up like him. Oh no no Jay Z did not dress up like him. He dressed up as the dude in Jay-Z 19. Dressed up as Satan. <laughs> Jay Z dressed up as Satan. <laughs> well, he is Satan. Come on, we know this. <laughs> No, he he just dressed. Uh, uh, I believe I just, I read something. Uh, Jay Z dressed up like the, the runner from 1962 who uh, who beat everybody. He was he, Usain before Bolt? not Usain Bolt, before but, who's, but who's uh, before him. And like when he won, he got up on the podium, did like the Black Panther um, thing, cool. which is it's a cool costume. But I don't like Jay Z because I think he's a schmuck. But <laughs> kind um, of is. I think he's pretty. I think he's pure evil. Uh, I'm gonna say that now, but. Uh, yeah, no, so it wasn't the same guy he played. But anyways. Your viewership um, just tanked, man. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> but mm. no, there's, there's just some crazy That's stuff. all right. Then then he won't send the goons if no one's listening. <laughs> <laughs> the G-men? Yeah, he won't, he won't send I think all the those people are guns. You know. So, what's the Weeps best thing you ate over there? Because I saw I you, you were posting there's every morning everything I the had, breakfast, man. and it would literally make my mouth like water. Like some croissants, uh, some like egg and uh, cheese croissant. Yeah, dude, it was, it was at the top good. of a mountain in Switzerland. That was that so you was had called, a hike. That was called no, there's a gondola. I'm not gonna hike. I hike down. <laughs> I'm not gonna hike up. I'm man. not gonna I hike down. down. <laughs> that was badass. I'm not gonna fucking hike that. It's gondola, man. <laughs> so it was really cool because the, the, the town was Laison, German, or sorry, German, Laison, Switzerland, and Switzerland in general is so crazy because there's three parts to it. Mm-hmm. There's French immigrant, German immigrant, and Italian immigrant, and those are people that during World War One were like. I don't know. I don't. Yeah. I don't so they know what went to do. and basically made their own country, and it's still divided that way. If you drive from where I was, I was right by France. So that is all French speaking. You drive fifty miles uh, north, northeast. Everyone speaks a weird German. Like dialect. a mix, like a like a weird like off. It's like if you were to go to Virginia, everyone has their own Ye- little sense of like like. It's uh, like a phrases. mixture. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like a German, but with some slang in it that German people don't even use. And then you drive down south. And it's all Italian. That's all so Italian. weird. So to live in the same country, and we drove, and it's like you can't even communicate communicate with people in your own country because they only because they all German. speak yeah they all speak. I mean, there yeah, was so. a lot of English speaking. That's kind of the equalizer. But well, that's the thing with those countries, yeah. is like it's almost a requirement to know English and a really lot. Like is. I mean, I'm I work with a Ukrainian guy, mm-hmm. and he has six languages that he knows, and his right. most predominant one is well, Ukrainian and English. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He knows Russian, of course, very fairly well, right. but. Uh, he was like, I know Italian, I know German, Russian, mm-hmm. Ukrainian, English, Spanish. That's crazy. And he's like, the day we took, the day we went into class to learn languages, he's, he's, I think he said second grade is when they start English. They start English class. Mm-hmm. Um, they kind of do that in, in Switzerland too with French. And well, and it's like, I, I think it's just like there's so many tourists who go around. It's like here with Spanish. I mean, like Completely. It's, it's a better thing to know Spanish right. than it is to know just right, I'm a firm believer that if I were going to live in Mexico, I will learn Spanish, be fluent, because I'm going to live in Mexico. Yeah. Like, it should be my responsibility. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, to answer your question, the best food, it's kind of a mix, because it was game season, wild game season oh. over there. So I had I had a mushroom stuffed quail, but oh. I, I, I don't even know if I'll ever eat quail again, because I can't imagine any quail being cooked. Any more. different. It was so No, not even different. It was so perfect. 
I, I, I didn't shut up about it for three days. <laughs> you just like, I didn't <laughs> shut up about it. Like, I'm not I had this exactly. Quail. I had this quail the other day. I didn't shut dude, up. Dude, you told me about it. Yeah. But, dude, I had this quail. It, though. Was, it was so, so good. Oh, uh, it made me want to cry. And they had, like, <laughs> braised cabbage and, uh, it's called Spätzle, and it's like a German kind of a thing where it's like a really runny dough. It's not even huh. fully a dough. It's kind of, you press it through this little press into boiling water, and it kind of forms like almost pasta. And then what you do is you fry that, and it just salt it, and that's it. Oh and it is God. so good. And it's just this German, it's called Spätzle. It's just German. Oh, it's just man. this like German little side dish, like... Like if you were to get French fries, it's like that's German the, they just version of that. like this uh, is what comes with your food. This is Spetsly. Ah, uh, dude. And yeah, and I am well, so jealous on you for so many so levels, good. man. It, I'm like, yeah. just like like I said, uh, to see like I just remember you like posting on Instagram. I'm going to Europe and Italy and all this stuff for a month. I was like, bro, that is so cool. Yeah. And uh, it was just cool to like see little updates. Like, oh, I'm just eating at the top of this mountain. And I'm was, like, I'm like, uh, bro, dude, that is like. That was called Coo Close, and you can actually find pictures of that all over. It's one of their biggest attractions. It looks beautiful, man. Those mountains, I bet you've never seen anything like that. That's the five peaks. Those are the five (sighs) peaks around it, and then uh, I think it's called Montreux. No, Montreux was a a town. I can't remember what it's called, but it's this huge mountain that sits across, and once you cross that mountain, it's on the other side of the lake. I put lots of pictures of it up. Mm -hmm. That's basically the view of the porch. It was always that big mountain in the back. Oh, man. You go over that, and you can see all this at like my Instagram and stuff and whatnot. If you ever want to look it up again, but oh, and if you if you guys want to see, look up Chef Pacino. Yeah, right? at Chef Pacino, and then and it's not Pacino yeah. like Al Pacino. It's a different yeah. spelling. P U C H I N O, and then you can find me on Facebook. Those are on there too at Anthony Pacino. But uh, I don't even think we introduced who you're talking to at the beginning of this. Anyway. Well, I, I'm, I'm gonna have it. I'm gonna have an intro for <laughs> You'll it. So. Edit it and everything. Okay. Yeah, no, but, I always uh, do that. The best it was Kuklos. The the view is amazing, and that building that sits there. There's picture like a cylinder that goes through the whole building, and that's like the kitchen and everything, and a bar downstairs, all sits on that cylinder. And you step off that cylinder onto the rings, mm-hmm. and that whole building rotates 360 degrees every hour. What? So you start viewing the village, and then 15 minutes later you're at like the lake, Whoa. and 15 minutes later what? you're overlooking at like the 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 ski slopes and all the rest of the mountains that just go on for you think ever. And then you're back over to the right where it's starting to become all the forest that's going back down to the village. Wow. So the view was spectacular. Um, is is slightly pricey just due to you're paying for the view, really. Right, right. But I had a fettuccine Alfredo up there with escargot in it, and it was phenomenal. Escargot, for those of you who don't know, it's snails. They were just, so it was good. so simple. I could tell they just did like a garlic and onion with a little bit of like olive oil in the pan and they fried the snails in the pan and then you throw cream and uh, a little bit of roux which is flour and butter cooked t- together gotcha. thicken it parmesan cheese and they just toss the pasta in. Oh, it was so good see and that's the oh. thing i know if i like because like i do like a f- uh, five to eight hour marinara sauce that my grandmother taught me mm-hmm. but I can't get with the fettuccine because it, it like there's something about it. It like I like the taste, right. but it, it, it messes with my insides. Man. Oh, okay. You just makes can't. me. It just makes me feel sick. Right. It makes it's me cream. like I have it's the heavy. Flu. cream and butter. I mean, yeah, it's that's cream and that's butter. a lot. Like, of, it's that's heavy. a lot of stuff. And uh, I, but I know if I were to go over there, I'd have to get it. Like I would have try to try it. I would have to try it. It was it was there's some frustrations in Italy, but they weren't even frustrations. So I didn't have a chance. I get up at nine because that's this their their schedule is crazy over there. I get up at nine. We do breakfast around ten. Real simple, like some bread and fruit, and like a. You eat like six times a day, don't you? No. 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 
They don't eat six times a day. I mean, you can pick at stuff kind of throughout the day, but we'd eat at 10. And it was just like some, some like uh, prosciutto, like some just dried meats and stuff. So good. Then uh, Paolo, he's an 82, the 82-year-old guy in the yeah. white suit. Pick me up. The player pimp. Player pimp Paolo, sure. <laughs> player but pimp he pal. shows up at 10.30 after I've eaten, and we go walk. And we walk until 2 o'clock, and then we go back for lunch. And there was always something, some, you'd get the, the like a baked pasta. And you and, and we, it's funny because my grandma has Sunday dinner at her house every single Sunday still. We still do that. You I go still do that? Sunday. I go, I'll be there tomorrow. Oh, man. And the grandma lives in Denver, yeah, right? One in Arvada. Oh, my gosh. But it was funny because we always do pasta, then salad, and then dessert, usually fruit. Over there, same thing. So it's funny so how you're, even she's culturally, still keeping the she old doesn't world. even, I don't even think she knows why she does it. And if you ask her, she say, because my mother did it. That's exactly what they answered. Yeah, my mother yeah. did it this way. So it's pasta and you, some of your bread and then it's salad with bread. And then you and do, then, then and you do like, it was, it's usually mandarin oranges really and grapes. That's wow. like it. And I was over there at a really good time because it was grape season. Oh, so you were so, getting like. Right, my first train ride up to the village was, uh, I saw guys in vineyards everywhere. Oh. And Switzerland doesn't export any of their wine because it's. They're kind of snobby, and they think it's better than everybody else's wine. <laughs> of course, they honestly, do. <laughs> they do. so they don't export any of that. So it's you can't find Swiss wine here in the states, and it's, that makes sense. It has to be yeah. a huge like chain, chain wine company. Yeah, that's the only way to do it. But honestly, you don't even need it. I don't know if you ever heard Colorado wine because we have uh-uh. we have wine vineyards out on the, the up west in slopes. Don't we have some in Laporte? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, in the west slopes of the Rockies is where they have them all growing. Great wine. Fantastic. I've, I've actually never been there. It's local, so why not? I was thinking about going up to the to the vineyard uh, mm-hmm. in a couple of weeks and just you know just cool doing wow. some tasting. Well, at culinary and... school, we had to do two weeks of sommelier classes, which is to be a wine Ooh. aficionado. So Except... now you're all no, the palate. No, the no, palate no, is no. a little bit. <laughs> no, I had a guy in my class. That I, I <laughs> oh, he really kill. thought he really thought he he's, was a so king, he's like he's king like fifty five and he changed, he's lived in Japan for eighteen years. Oh, and he was the pompous pompous dick and so he would talk and it was it was it was the teachers like don't like that they do not you're they're like you they're are like, on the sh- same level just because like, you're up. 35 years older than me yeah there were times when like i thought they were gonna kill the student it was great it was great he, he was just such an such an what's ass the name just the first name john be like get rid of john. john get out of here john you're not so no he, so we're tasting we're of the tasting wine. and right away our teachers before you even start they're like so you know the flavor you taste in the wine is based on your experience because mm-hmm. if, if you've never had lavender, you can't sit there and say you've tasted lavender. Like, you don't know what the hell that is. So You're just like, oh, so this yeah. tastes weird. This tastes like... interesting like flowers, and it could be lavender, you know? Yeah. So right away, they're like, you know, you're, you can't be wrong. You can just speak from your own experience. That's why sommeliers will actually taste lavender, dry lavender, aged lavender because they have different flavors to know to know what they to got know. It's in, crazy. in the wine. i'll explain the test too because we got to watch a video on it but i'm sitting there and i taste wine i'm like this kind of tastes like uh like star fruit and i don't know if you guys seen star fruit it literally when you cut it in half it looks like a star on the inside it's pretty cool hmm. but i said it tastes like star fruit we had just had star fruit a few weeks ago i got to play with it and i thought it was good so i was like this tastes like star fruit and then john had to open his mouth and he's like hmm. <laughs> i don't I don't really get that. I'm getting like orange and or no, I'm getting like kiwi and grapefruit and I'm like starfruit. <laughs> star, starfruit, star starfruit like, dude. And he had starfruit too. So he's just saying it like trying to. I'm like, dude, like you. I'm not saying you're wrong, but you're saying I'm wrong. Like you can't be wrong. You can't she be just wrong. They told said, us it's in the syllabus. <laughs> it's in the syllabus. You can't be There's wrong. There's no wrong answer when it comes to this. So, and then we got to watch. Like I would never be able to be a sommelier. 
my my grandmother actually knows a guy. He got in an accident. His head, he got wrecked in the head by some huge piece of wood. Woke up, sense of smell, turned up a thousand. He's making like a hundred thousand dollars a year as a smolier. Like <laughs> best accident ever. He's Damn, like, yeah, for yeah. real. Said yeah. cashing my, in. My right? my smell uh, level has increased ten thousand percent. Right, he's like a freaking bloodhound. <laughs> but the test is insane. There's all kinds of stuff. I won't even get into the details other than the final exam. Where they set three glasses of white wine, three glasses of red wine in front of you. Hey, what vineyard did that come from? No, like, not what country, what vineyard? <laughs> oh, so this came, this red came from the Napa Valley vineyard, M- Michaels or whatever. This one came from France, and I'm like, dude, how do you do it? Like one of the guys, he failed three times and finally got it. Like, they're they have he's just writing them down yeah. on his yeah, hand. Yeah, he's like, just guessing. <laughs> right? Well, it's like you can't even like the way that they prep for those tests was nuts. They they have like wives and girlfriends and stuff mm-hmm. that. You can't drink the wine and test, you know, 19 bottles. You'd be drunk all the time. So you have a bucket and you spit. So these wives and girlfriends so are like, swish, there's, there's bucket exactly. There's buckets of just like mixed junk wine oh, poured out. Like man. I couldn't drink the wine. I was only 19 at the time oh, in gotcha. school, so I had to spit. But like, I was like, God, it's so like, I'm gonna, it's not wasted. But I'm like, man, that's disgusting. That's <laughs> that, that is really nasty. Spit water. You know, yeah. like when you turn 21 and someone says, "Do you wanna?" Uh, what does they call it when they? It's like. They give you the shot from the mat. Oh, the uh, the, the the sink. Sh- it's like a sink shot. It's like the yeah, mat shot. Mat or, shot yeah. or whatever. I can't remember the other name for it. But it's like, imagine that in a vineyard. Like you want to take a <laughs> you want to take a spit <laughs> shot, homie. Hey, John. Uh-huh. They can't do that anymore at the restaurants and the bars. They'll get it's a health really? violation now because people are getting sick. Yeah. Oh well, yeah, it makes sense. But I, mean, I you're worked getting at all the, the I worked at the sink and I quit because I'm. Stupid people I had to work for. I can go into detail if you want. But uh, they do this thing called the sink shot on your 21st birthday. The goal is to make you throw up. Right, right. I would I would help them put together the shot. The grossest one I ever did was a drop of fryer oil. Oh, God. I was, God. like, changing that day. Oh, God. So you have, like, just a drop of used fryer oil. Oh, uh, a little anchovy oil. Oh. Oof. And some blue cheese crumbles. Oh. And, uh, a mix. It was uh, Bailey's Irish cream and vodka. Oh, And I got to it, and he no. threw up all over the bar. Oh, I no. Was <laughs> I was proud of that one. Bro. That's a that's a uh, evil scientist concoction. Oh, man. Uh, that's a little yeah. evil. <laughs> well, hey, if I know what it goes together well, I know what not to make. <laughs> yeah. So I can, I can make something pretty nasty. Well, it's like uh, wow, my brother gave me a shot. Your brother's always tried to hurt you. Yeah, I know. Good. He's an evil human. He's probably going <laughs> to listen to this. Andrew. Oh, he's gay. He's their dad now. He yeah, can't yeah, be well, mean. no, he's still evil. It's called this, uh, It's called a cement roller. Mm. And so uh, what they do okay. is they take, I, I believe it's lime, uh, Bailey's cream, and uh, something disgusting. else. They put something else in there because when you mix the two, it cartilizes immediately. Oh. And so the, 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 the game is... Is when you take it and it, hit, it mixes into your saliva, it cartilizes into your nose and it makes you throw up or whatever. And then he gives it to me and he's like, "All right, take this." And oh I already knew God. like he had some mal right. like malnish or like malcontent to hurt me. And I was like, "Whatever, dude." So That's I took it all the way back, no problem. It didn't. It didn't like. It didn't. It didn't, oh, it didn't it lucked out. And, and so I was like, "That tasted like shit." I was like, "Why did you do that?" And he was. He like looked at me like I was He's a pissed. superhuman. He's like, "I just spent five dollars on that <laughs> shot." <laughs> but he like looked at me like I was a superhuman, and he was like, "He I'm like awesome. was like how?" 
And I was like, what? And he was like, that was supposed to come out your nose, dude. Like, that was supposed to, like, gross. make you throw up. And I was like, like yeah, it was gross. <laughs> but, it, like, <laughs> I was like, I don't know. Did it too quick or something? Yeah, well, like, I, I just took that a shot, smart. like a regular shot. Just right Pop to it. the, um, down the hatch, Mary Poppins, you know? Yeah. No big deal. But, oh, uh, man. yeah, man, like, that, I, I could never imagine doing that at a bar, though. Like, where someone's like, yo, you want to take a mat shot? I'd be like, you are insane, sir. They used to, before they had the bar mats, they actually had, like, towels. They'd wring out towels into a shot. Dude, what in the hell? That was, like, in, like, the 90s. Though. Oh, man. They upgrade to the bar mats. That's disgusting. Well, yeah, not only that, like, I mean, a bartender pouring the mat out's gross, but, like, the bartender putting his hands on there and wringing mm-hmm. it out over his hands into your After drink. he's been, yes. like, after he just went into the bathroom, took his, like, third piss of the day, and the, yeah. there's no soap, and he's like, oh, well, scratches his ass, goes Good back to work. towel out there, man. <laughs> Oh, you're 21? Yeah. You want a shot? Yeah. I, I make it myself. It's freshly brewed. Yeah, you'd be. I mean, the 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 one that I worked at, the the bar manager. He was like one of my favorite people I even worked with. His name was Brandon. He's probably still at the sink. He worked at uh, oh, man. what was it called? The restaurant. It was basically it was all basically alcohol. It was just a type of chain bar restaurant mm-hmm. that he was running. Um, bar Louie. Oh, I love Bar Louie, Maybe. man. Maybe bar it was. Louis I think it might have been Bar Louie. Um. But now he was running the bar at the sink, and he was, you know, doing a great job like he usually does. And it was always funny because he always had a huge beard, and every, like, six months he'd shave the whole thing, so he looked so different. It threw everybody all the time. But he was the one person that I really liked a lot there, so it was kind of... I loved a lot of the... I mean, I loved all the waitresses and the waiters and mm-hmm. stuff. Like, they were all good people. One of the managers, her name is Cassidy, she's, she was just cool. Well, I'm going, like... So d- did you land that through your... Cul- excuse me, your culinary school? No. So I went to culinary school, and then once that was, so it was, it's a 10-month program, and it's, uh, <coughs> it, it's accelerated, so it's like, you learn everything they're learning at four years in Johnson & Wales, like, you really are, have wow. that information being pumped into you, so you miss a day, you miss two weeks Holy of shit. knowledge, so don't miss, and, uh, I went from a class of 22, and after six weeks, it was a class of four. What? People dropping out left and right, can't handle it, crazy stuff, um, Wow, that's a, that's a fast yeah, turnover percentage, man. Yeah. That's like because I still lived in Loveland, so I would go up at five a.m. Had to be in Boulder by seven for class. Started at seven, then it's lecture till eight. Four hours to cook, an hour to eat, talk about it, and clean the kitchen. When I say clean the kitchen, if any of you work in a restaurant that's a fancy restaurant, it needs to look like no one's ever used that kitchen ever. So before. it's like deep clean it's every deep day. Deep clean every day. Water, soap, everything. Everything gets hit. You're up on wow. ladders, cleaning the hood. Like, you're doing everything. Dish so, pit. what you're saying is a lot of these restaurants who don't do that, they're making some major... They're not making major major issues. Like, you know, we we would we would do a deep clean every two months at the country club I worked at. And the reason that you can do that, number one, you're going to save a lot of time. Number two, if you just would work clean, I don't have to do a deep clean every freaking week. If right, you'd wipe right. down if, nice if you, yeah. every night instead of skipping shit, I don't have to deep clean every few months. Because I deep cleaned everything on that line. I'm talking these fryers looked like they hadn't been touched ever. And I cleaned the hell out of them. They looked freaking new. I doubt the pictures on my phone anymore, but I had the one clean, the one I hadn't touched yet next to each other. Looked totally different. And I told them, like, guys, wipe it down every night. And then I would have my two days off. Nobody would wipe that crap down. And after so you come back into work and you're like, After two weeks of, like, me having to deep clean a little bit every every first night back, I gave up. 
Well, yeah, because then it gets like it, it gets taxed. Right, and I can just see, like, you know, two weeks of that. I'm telling like the the other the other the chef, like dude, we need to come on, like you're can, killing can you me, help dude. me out, man? Like, Which he never would. I was working sixty hours a week, like what I was doing, wow. not getting compensated fairly, in my opinion. Well, and that's the one thing, it, like, like uh, as far as you being a chef is like you know I don't think that. Because, like, as far as, like, an artistic pursuit uh, goes, it's, like, many people think an artistic pursuit would be, you know, music or uh, writing or filmmaking or whatever, what say you. But, like, food in itself is a very artistic thing. It's it just is. it's just an art you can eat. Right. Um, Which, why not? And, that, and that's the thing, like, where you yeah. said uh, you wanted to open up a pastry business. Like, that's mm-hmm. freaking cool, dude. Like, right. that's that makes me go, wow, like instead of working for somebody where you're not going to be fairly compensated for your your art, your skill, your right. craft, why don't you why why don't mo- more people take the route of doing it on their own? It's a, it's more it's more gratifi- uh, gratifying in that sense. Um, it's hard to take it on your own and a big man, a big reason like even today I was think I if you get caught up in thinking about how big the project is, it just deflate you and you yeah. just get really just like Cause you just stressed put it out. Off. And you're like, oh, you put how it do off. I, like, like, okay, I've got to figure that. Like, like today I was talking to my uncle. He's opened a business before, and I'm like, so, so I was looking at units, and he's like, well, you got to figure out, well, like, not just what that unit costs, but what it costs you to run your walk-in fridge 24 seven, right? 365. Like, I was like, shit. So, like, thinking about like the size of the mountain to conquer, like, it is enough to just make anybody want to just be like, just like quit. It, right. I'm, not like, I'm not gonna do it. It's, it's... But you gotta, you really gotta like. You gotta take it a pebble at a time. So what I do, I go in. I'm like, okay, the last two days I've looked at everything from a walk-in cooler to forks, like everything, spatula, anything I could possibly need in the restaurant just to like get it loaded with equipment. Mm-hmm. Got a list. I've got prices. Now I've got to go in and be like, okay, this walk-in cooler takes this much energy. energy this is to what run. it's gonna cost me on a this yearly, is, annual exactly. basis. So I'm like, every month, this is gonna cost me. 600 bucks to run 24 And then how am I going to profit enough to be able to pay for that right. and get a bigger capital at the end? Right, because basically like, what yeah. I would do is I'd be like, okay, I need to have 40 grand of income after I pay, like, 40 grand a month on the bottom line needs to go back into the restaurant, which means if you made, let's break it down easy, if you made $12,000 a year, just to make it really mm-hmm. easy, you would need to be making 25% of that goes to your food cost for the whole year. Ten um, percent of that needs to go to your paying your your staff. Like, there's a lot to think right. about and a lot to do. And if you just sit there and think about it, you just don't want to do it. So right? Because it's, it's it so big. Yeah, it's incredibly taxing. To well, how do you eat an elephant? Yeah, one bite at a time. You know, like <laughs> you it can't really just go is. all. You, I mean, as much as it like you know, you, you you can try to conquer the whole project at one sitting. You know, you could be like, this is exactly what I need to do, blah blah blah. But you're gonna right. at the end of it, or even at the beginning of it, you're just gonna be so tired of thinking oh, about yeah. it that like you're never gonna. It's you plateau. Right. If you want to sit there and do it all, you can. The what I'm saying is like, if you look at it as I'm opening a restaurant rather than I need to price this out. How much does this cost? Put this one piece in a spreadsheet. Because if I put all 10,000 pieces together, it forms the nice big puzzle and I have it. Right. But if I sit there and I'm just staring at the puzzle like, damn it. Like, 
How do you I do it? Just get right. the piece yeah, one piece at a time. Yeah. yeah, it's the only way to do it. So it are you really thinking is. like, uh, as far as like your actual capital, it, like um, investment? Are you gonna go through actual investors to? I'll the look. Business, I'll or? have to look for investors. Maybe my uncle, who knows? But for that, for him, there's like a spot where he'll actually build the building, mm-hmm. and then I'll basically kill be my landlord. Oh, okay. And so. then I'll probably look for investors elsewhere. Gotcha. That'd be the way to do it. And it's expensive to open a restaurant. I need double door ovens. I need proofing. But I mean, I, you need a lot of stuff. Right. So, so is it, it just pastries or is it going to be so, like... So I'm doing cafe pastry because the cafe... Um, <coughs> cafes in Europe, it was funny. Cafes in Europe, we sell coffee. We sell nothing else. We sell coffee. Maybe a croissant. That's it. Cafes in America, you go in, you expect you're going to get some food. Right. 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 So, so what I would end up doing is like a, a small small food menu. You know, you have a croissant sandwich, a... Uh, 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 what is it? Uh, a brio, a cinnamon brioche, uh, French toast. Ooh. Very, very simple, small stuff. So it's like good things to have good. with a cup of coffee. Yeah, you, exactly. Like, you know, in the morning yep. or brunch. Because there's a lot of farmers and stuff in that area too, so they come in and get coffee or whatever. They right. Want. Well, and I think that would be really good for small, you know, towns. They nothing. Like, they, the only competition I mean, is like, Starbucks. Yeah, That's and it. Timnath That's is the only like thing in you, you right drive now. through Timnath in like ten minutes. Not if that five. They're opening a brewery on Main Street. Really? They've got my aunt, my aunt's boutique and now her salon. Like, there's some businesses popping up. And everyone she's talked to is like, we don't have anywhere to eat out here. It's a shame. I'm like, dude, I'm there. Like, I'll, I'll walk I'll walk in and put my stuff up. It's just a question of how long is it going to take me to figure all this right. out. And well, I mean, it's part-time just... for him. So, like, as long as bills are covered, yeah, I have I mean, all this other time to take care of my business. Exactly. My stuff. Well, and that's the one thing is, like, the whole small business, like, people, I don't think people realize how difficult the, 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 the navigate. It, it's a it's li- yeah. job. I mean, you're literally working yeah. all day. 24-7. Every, every day Which I don't week. mind. I can, I don't mind working. I could work 100 hours a week. That's fine. If as long it's as the you're... first six months of seven days a week I'm working and I'm there for 15 hours a day, fine. So be it. After six months. Yeah. Because I've looked at the statistics. If you are running your business properly, if you have the right people Six months to eight months, you're able as an owner to take a step back and finally give yourself two days off. Fine. I was, I was working That's, 60, 60 yeah, hours a week I mean, for somebody else. I'm going to put a hell of a lot as, more effort Might as well work, you right. know, over that for yourself. Yep. So yep. you're yep. your own boss. And you that know. was a huge reason I left the my last rest, my last job at the sink. I was working, and the chef was working like 40. I remember my very last week of work, he worked like 28 hours that Jeez. week. Jeez. He made double the money I made. And you're like, what? Where's like, the... this is ridiculous. Like, you know, I go in and I tell the tell people like, hey, like the managers and the owners, like, he's not like like make my pay fair for sixty five hours a week, sixty hours. And I'll put forth the and effort. I'll, I see, and that that's where I was taking advantage of my work ethic, and because I love what I do so much, right. that I, I I'm at work and it's like, okay, I gotta make you know pizzas, burgers, these pastrami, like sandwiches, stuff like that, like. I'm putting out this food because I care so much about the food and like the success of a business and a restaurant that I don't want my name anywhere near failure. Right. And that's a good mindset to have, but when you don't get it compensated for it, as far right. as even just recognized for it, it, it becomes taxing. It's like if it we is. made a record and no one gave a shit about it. Well, not even that. It'd well, be like and, the and, record and like, company make $80 million off you and then be and like, then be like, like yeah, where's your next one? Yeah. Be like, you're welcome, man. Like, like th- uh, thanks for the recognition. I truly right. appreciate uh, you being an asshole. But, <laughs> and that's the thing. That's what I like about what we got is like, we just do everything DIY. You know, it's mm-hmm. all us. You know, there's no, there's no, 
dude who goes, you have to put out a record today. Right, like you know, a record it, in three Because then, then they'll get a Lou Reed record where it's all just fuzz and static <laughs> for, you know, an hour and 45 minutes. Yep. And that's the sad thing when it comes to uh, record labels. I mean, you sign for six records. Like, I, I met this dude. Um, his best friend is in the band Chevelle. And for those who know Chevelle, mm-hmm. like, their song was featured in the first Spider-Man movie. Then they yep. were, like, 19 years old, 20 years old. They recorded their first record at Capitol Records Crazy. because they got this deal. But then they signed to Sony for six records, and they're only on their fourth, right. and that and and they're forty five now, and they're like, well, you know, what do we do? Like, I don't want to do this the rest of my life, but they still have to put out two more records, right? Because they're signed to a contract, so they end up putting out shitty records because they they've lost the drive because they don't want to do it anymore. Right? They've already given up. And uh, I was talking to this guy about it, and he's like, yeah, man, is stay you know, independent as long as you can. And just, just like you with your business, it's like it's the same contrast from like working a 9-to-5 job for somebody else and then working uh, uh, solely for yourself. Right. You know, it's like you, you give up at a certain point in the 9-to-5 industry with a boss looking down and you saying you're not – you don't have the work ethic. Right. But when you're working for yourself or you're recording or you're doing projects for yourself, yeah. you're like – there's no one to tell me any different. There's a great person I follow on Instagram. His name's Gary V. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's just one of those guys who's just like, like, what's the next hustle? And when I say hustle, I don't mean like scam. I mean like he's hustling to make his money. He uh, he started a wine club. He just was really interested in wine. And he was like, I just like wine. So he started doing – so now he has Wine of the Month Club where people just send him – a wine of the month like, like he think. just sends out two or three bottles to these subscribers and you know he makes his money but one of the coolest things he does is it's called trash uh trash talk and he does it live once a week he uh he goes out to yard sales he hits like like 15 to 20 a weekend mm-hmm. he pulls in like four grand a month off that just like like he, through youtube and or? that's that's no, no no that's like his life he loves doing oh, that wow. he pulls off four grand a month when he's not trying he can easily pull two grand to three grand a week Hitting fifteen. So is he, he just, just talking like about San Francisco? Yeah, is he he's just, just showing about... people like, like I spent sat. He spends Saturday and Sunday doing that, and he has his other stuff going. But he's showing people like you spent Saturday and Sunday, and all day both those days, or even Friday and Saturday, depending on whatever the garage sale is. Two days out of your week, if you live in a nice place where it's year round, you make two grand. By the end of the month, you're making eight grand a month. Is he just I, selling? Is yeah, he, he like... just goes on eBay and just sells it oh, for what it's fully oh, gotcha, worth. Like he gotcha. goes in and he found like one of the like there's like a giraffe. It was like a Toys R Us giraffe, and mm-hmm. it's one of the like real ones. That's so he bought it for fifty cents, sold it for twenty bucks, just made nineteen fifty off one thing. He'd go in, he buys Thomas the Train set toys, stuff like that. Like he knows a lot about he has to, he knows stuff. So when he goes, he knows what, what to buy and how, how he can. Yeah. So he educated himself on some stuff, obviously, but. He, he ends up, he's showing, he's like, yeah, I bought this, this, he bought like 50, what was it, 50 stuffed animals for like 15 bucks. Each one was at least worth a dollar a piece. So he just so made you're making, 35, you, yeah. 40 bucks. Yeah. So he's saying like, you know, in a weekend, even if it's slow for some reason, you can still pull in five, six hundred bucks. Usually that's enough for one person. Well, and that's more than, that's more than what a normal person would make I, I didn't even make that kind of money worth <laughs> much as Yeah. I was yeah. getting screwed. Well, and that's just like normal people, you know, let's say you're getting paid 15, 16 right. bucks an hour. You're going to make, you know, 100, 160 bucks in a day, which is nice. I mean, like, that's right, cool. Let's say you're pulling in 550, but... 600 bucks a week. Like, you're telling me I could work two days a week rather than five and make the same? Like, yeah. And, just and, and it's sh- untaxed. Right. He just wants to show people how easy it is and how much you don't actually need to be 
saying you have no time. Right. You say you have no time, and really, it's like I work. I can work two days a week, and like, and still, yeah. well, that, and that's the thing. It's, it's a my, it's a major misconception where like, you know, like you don't have to be part of society's structure. You know, you don't have to do what everybody does. Don't drink the, uh, not the Kool-Aid. Yeah, the flavor The flavor don't, don't drink the flavor Don't drink the flavor of society because it doesn't matter. <sighs> it doesn't Wait, really matter. Um, I have I have plenty of people I know that have masters in this and that, and they don't even do that. Like, yeah. you owe X amount of dollars still, and you don't even do anything related well, to Well, it's just like, yeah, I look at people, like, for example, my father, he has four or five master's degrees. I mean, yeah, he's making a lot of money now, but the problem is his so debt-to-income ratio is so ridiculous so like basically he's like I'm just gonna keep getting masters and shit <laughs> because I'm gonna be in debt no matter what so might as well just keep trying to make more money you know and like some people have that drive or that mentality and uh, you know if more people would just be like hey you know I'm gonna figure out how to like Ryan our, our buddy Ryan mm-hmm. he he's opening up like an Amazon business and he's like buying and selling stuff for um, like school safety and so he's cool. selling like these like door safety uh, magnets and he's buying them from here and selling them there uh, for a little bit higher price and you know people right. people are buying them 20, 20 bucks pop and you know with all the school shooting shit like that right. adds to the well especially because it's state funded they usually can just they can just do buy whatever it, they yeah. want yeah like, they're yeah. like hey I need twenty dollars to buy this thing price on safety. Um, and so like for people like him it's it's cool because he's like hey. You know, I don't have to work a forty-hour-a-week no, job um, to, to to make some money. You know, like right. I can make enough money off of this little thing that I'm doing just with the hustle I have during the week, where I can make you know you know eight hundred, nine hundred dollars in a week, which I don't even make that. I make well, <laughs> I make eight hundred bucks, eight hundred to nine hundred dollars a week. There you go, man. But it's it's more of the thing of like I'm making that, and then it gets taxed the shit out of, and oh, then I get God. you know like twenty twenty one hundred dollars a month, and like you know you have so That's many bills, you buy living. so much shit, like you never come out really on top unless you're right. living at home and you don't have to really pay for much. But Ryan, he has a, a crazy work ethic towards the stuff he wants to do, and if more people would just be open to the concept of just like chasing, you know, like their freedom as an entrepreneur i think they would be a lot happier than going well i gotta go work a shift at walmart this weekend you know just just to pay a couple bills it's like no you could do that on your own free time right and you don't have to get a second job you could just you just gotta hustle pay your bills and use those other eight or six hours to get your shit going yeah and and that's the problem is people want to sit there and talk about like well i'd like to do that but I don't got time. I want to make all that money, and it's like, okay, but like, why? Why do you feel that way? And it's usually, sadly, it's people closest to you that tell you it's not worth it or it's exactly. Not possible. Well, and that Parents, and that just like push pushes uncles. you down. It breaks you. Know? you. It, it really does down. because if you want to do something, and 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 honestly, if your parents are like, I don't think so. It's really sad to say, but you should just tell them to fuck off and not. No, talk no, to them. for no, you for should sure. remove the poisonous people from your life and if because if they're not bringing anything to you they're taking something from you yeah and they're going to take away your hustle and your drive and all that don't even talk to them well and it's the thing of you know you look up to these people and that's why it hurts your uh like your ego it really i mean like your self-confidence everything gets hit with it It and so if you have people even if they say it's a dumb idea you're like okay well that doesn't matter to me because i don't it doesn't like if you can get past the fact of where you go. Oh, whatever they say is going to be my make or break decision. Right. Um, then you're already you're already wrong. Yeah. Uh, you have to you have to have your decision already made in your head, and you're like, hey, this is what I'm doing, and that's it. 
Right, that's gonna you happen. Know, Whether you like it or not, this is like happening. This, this is my plan for and, the next and whatever. And it, it took me, you know, I didn't always have the support that I wanted when I decided to do this instead of college. Which really sucked. And it was, my parents didn't really well, didn't and feel any kind of support towards what I wanted to do. Um, more of a lot of anonymity as far as like, there's not a lot of money in that. And I was like, I don't care about the money. It's, it's, it's not, about the art, God, man. I'd rather it's be about poor being and happy, happy than yeah, rich exactly. and miserable. Exactly. exactly. And so I just, I did what I did. And well, and it, I think it just takes results. People, you know, I was told in colonial school, I was like, you're going to be working as a line cook for like three to five years before you even get moved up. And that, that was, I, I have a, uh, I have, I have a very, I'll prove you wrong mentality when it yeah. comes to stuff like that. When you tell me no, I, I might yell at you and tell you like, like, don't tell me no. Like you, <laughs> you, you can literally you can kiss my ass. Like, yeah, I don't care. Well, and that and that's just like a good mindset to have. It's because it's like right. it's like who are you? Who are you to no, tell me true. that I'm a I'm I'm just like everybody else that right. you've seen? Um, and that's the thing is like, it may sound pretentious, but it's like right. why who what why do you have to have the opinion that I'm just like everybody right. else? Because there's people have different strengths and different habits and. And things like that. And so when they, they combine people, and I say they, and I mean people in uh, positions of teaching or right. your parents or whatever, um, when they sit, when they combine you into one grouping, right. it's like, well, that doesn't make any sense because then you have, you're contradicting because people are different. There's, people there's, are 100% different. You know, people time. have different work ethic. Yeah. If, if you enjoy the thing that you're doing, you're going to work harder than people who don't really care. Oh, so if you're, true. if you're making a movie and the director doesn't give a shit about the movie, well, it's gonna be a shit. It, it's movie. gonna be a shit movie. <laughs> like, you so like you're gonna not. get a shit product, or you're gonna get someone who's really enthusiastic about what he's doing and pours a lot of passion into it. You're gonna get good product. Um, sure. I don't know, man. It's like I, I feel like people need to realize that people are gonna doubt literally everything, but once you show result in what it's you're doing, true. they're gonna come around, and you'll see that. Right, and then it's too little, too late. Like you right, know, and you're like, well, you, if you don't want to be there now, for the hard know? part. Like, I really don't want you involved in my like, my my, my good my part, relaxing. You know? Like, yeah, now I'm now I get to hang out and have a good time, because honestly, people people want to a lot of people want to be these entrepreneurs, and it's if you type an entrepreneur into Instagram, it's bullshit. It's these people walking up to private jets. Yeah, these, like, yeah, no, half for naked sure. girls. I'm like, and and it's funny because the guy was talking about Gary Vee. He talks about how much crap that is. Like, yes, he travels. He flies on a on a real airline. Like, he doesn't have a private jet. And it's bullshit because he just sits there and he's like, that is not what being an entrepreneur is. It's, it's all That's it's all like facade, some in-game shit yeah. that you can eventually yeah. get to depending on what you're doing. Well, and especially if you're a hot shit. God, but if, you're, <laughs> if your goal for being, like, your own business owner is to make $10 million, you probably aren't going to do it. If well, your goal to be your own business owner is because this is what I love to do – you're probably gonna make it exactly, and you just have to like find. Well, and you can't think that. of like the statistics of no, like, the statistics money. are bullshit. Like it doesn't matter. Yeah. It shouldn't. It shouldn't be an issue because you're be you're focusing on an end game thing, right. and like that end game probably won't happen for 10, 20 years, and right. you don't or, or or sooner. It doesn't. Yeah, you don't. Knows? You can't put. You can't think about the future on right. that because you don't know. Right. It could take off in a year, and you never have to work another day in your life. Or you've it gone could, so big so fast right. that everyone's working for you. Right. Or it could be five years of absolute insane grind. And you're just like, just you, you're you wondering, oh, what should I do from here? Should I keep going? Should I whatever? Yeah. And like, and you're right though. You see the entrepreneurs on Instagram. I follow a bunch and it's like, I don't, like I've always just like looked. I'm like, how? 
how right, like, and usually usually they are like attractive girls right. but that's the thing is like there's a big market for that there's going to be people who are going to engage in an in a entrepreneur right. profile if it's an attractive girl and it's not not saying no, anything totally sexist do. or anything like no, that no, no, it's, but it's, like it's it's one it's guys a statistic. are visual just yeah. deal with it guys are visual Whether and you like they, it or they'll not. like a picture just because a girl's hot they'll it's just true. be like oh yeah fucking hey. fucking karen p yeah, and then they can make like hella fucking yeah. money off the ads for it yeah exactly no it's exactly right because they're getting a bunch of traffic and that's no, like the one thing with social media and everything. It's like the the day that we live in now, comparatively to thirty years ago, mm-hmm. you don't have to go to college because right. you could be an attractive person and make millions a year right. just for posting a video about you going to Toys R Us or some right. stupid shit well, like it's that. It's sad too because I've seen some really good YouTube stuff, like some videos, and mm-hmm. it's like it's not an unattractive girl. It's just like. Like you guys, can just get, a normal, like like a, like a normal girl. Like she's cute, and then you like you're like, wow, you have like two hundred thousand subscribers. That's pretty dope. And you go see a girl who's not doing anything other than putting nail polish on. She's or like, like makeup, million eight million subscribers. Yeah. yeah, and you're like, and YouTube how? pays you, YouTube pays you a million dollars a year if you have a million subscribers. They will literally pay you a million dollars if you let them put whatever ad they want, and, and it's usually a seven like, second ad after each video. Exactly, or so before. You figure if you yeah before if you watch. Ten of those, they just got. YouTube pays you a million because they just made ten million dollars off like this one oh, deal. Like man. they just made a ton of money. Like and and it's, it's just crazy. like it's just a lucrative business. It uh, is like there's so one much money in it. Decided to make a website where you can post your own videos, and he's like, "This is cool." And it was just a hobby thing. And then these companies came to him and they're like, "Hey, this we'll is a good platform you, we'll for marketing." We'll pay you five hundred thousand yeah. dollars if you'll like put this up in the corner. Dope. The same as Pandora. Like mm-hmm. Pandora has commercials yeah. and it's free because all the, the it's the all paid for, and that's it's where people are like, "How do they make money?" It's like ads, dude. What ads, are you talking about? How do they make like money? ad they revenue? Make so much money, it blows my mind. Right. It's the same thing as Be- the Super Bowl. The thirty-second commercial cost two point five million dollars last year. Holy shit! It's it's the consumerism mindset. I mean, you have so many eyes on it, so it's like right. You, it's the what? It's the law of of uh, of familiarity, where you're familiar with something. You see a commercial for a Snickers girl. bar ten times in a row. Next time you go get candy, I'll bet you anything. You get a Snickers. first thing you see is a Snickers. Might not be what you get. First thing you're gonna notice is a Snickers bar. Right, though. because you see, it's it's like it's and planted. It's, gonna sound good. it's planted in your like head. Because the last thing you thought was just like ooh some some caramel, some peanut. Yeah, it sounds good. And it's yeah. and it's just taking taking. It's not even taking advantage. It's just knowing how how the to market. Brain you're just mar- you're marketing right. to uh, like, like a, the consumerism there's, mindset. There's nothing you've ever seen that you've forgotten. That's what's crazy. Your brain remembers everything that, that you just don't know how to get to it with your conscious mind. Right. But when you go to bed, you're gonna you could have a dream like I wake up and I've I've woken up in hysterical panic before because I've had such vivid dreams of being dating my high school girlfriend again to where I check my phone and I'm breathing heavy like <laughs> you're like this please shit no better God. not be real <laughs> like and like, it's crazy because it's like cold it's been sweat. three years since that so it just blows my mind. But it's also funny too because it's like reassurance that my body's yeah. like, "Here's the right choice." It was you're the panic, like chill out. <laughs> well, and that's the thing is like the, the subconscious mind is nuts, man. And like, like the thing that always trips me out is like deja vu, unquote unquote. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you know what where, that is? No, your mind literally has a seizure. Really, it's a micro seizure to where what you saw is already processed by your brain, but it hasn't become cognitive yet. So then, it's already stored in your head, and then your brain is like like let you know what you're seeing it's it happens in a microsecond what 
Yeah, so it's it's a micro seizure. What? It doesn't <laughs> hurt you or trippy, affect you man. in any way. It doesn't mean you have epilepsy. Everyone has them. It's just like it's a it's moment, just like where, a moment like, where your brain like imagine goes. if you like kink the hose and there's just like a little gap there and that's like you basically blacked out for a second and you're seeing it but your brain already picked up all this shit like right because it thinks it's already it's, it's already going it your brain doesn't stop but you wow. your 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 memory blacks out for a second and you come back and you're like i've been here before and it always it, trips you out real it bad. is trippy i remember i had this very vivid one i had a dream and I remember this dream. Those are it, different. Those are weird. When it's a dream and you swear it, that's, to God, that's, that's, that's different. The, that's, that's the weird, weird thing. Moment. And when you can call shit from it. So <laughs> I had this dream. I was driving on the interstate, and there's an overpass. And I know the overpass because I went under it every day. Right. Thousand and times. I called the very second that a, a semi would go across the overpass. But in my dream, it was really windy that day, which that day was really windy right. when I was driving to work. And in my dream, the semi got blown off the overpass, and it was, like, falling. But as it was so falling... So freaked out. Yeah. But as it was following, my mom called me, and since I have, like, you know, the little touchscreen oh, thing, it, no, like, it like turns on. Yeah. <laughs> that terrifying me. I had to hit my brakes. Get back there, man. <laughs> but that's the weirdest part, is yeah. I watched the semi drive across the, the overpass in, you know, real mm-hmm. conscious life. And I pointed at the thing, and my mom's like thing popped up, and it was like mom calling, and I was like, "What, what in the about fuck? to die?" And like I just like slowed down <laughs> like, a little bit, and I was like, "Here we go." <laughs> it tripped me out so bad, dude, Ew. that like I answered the phone in like a hysterical like. You almost killed me, and she was like, "What?" And I was like, what? "Yeah." I was like, "You almost killed me, straight uh, up." Like, and yeah, I explained dude. the whole situation, but Ugh, your brain that, is crazy, dude. The human mind is wow. just, and it's crazy because your subconscious. What you believe, your sub, like your your subconscious doesn't understand the difference between fact and fiction. So what right. you believe, your subconscious like if, if I'm sitting there and I think, my God, I'm such a fat piece of crap. If you say that enough times, that. every time you look in the mirror, right away you're gonna be unhappy because your subconscious mind says, Wow, and you're then overweight. and then you look like you'll look like and you're you, overweight. You, yeah, you actually optical, feel like there's something wrong with it's you. It's almost like an optical. It illusion. really is, and it, it it your brain exaggerates things that are that you think are right. false, which they're really not. So. I'll, let me read, I'll read you this, this quote. I actually have it on my screensaver on my phone. And uh, if you can tell me who said this, I'll give you five bucks. Uh, it says, I bet. <laughs> bet. My success isn't a result of arrogance. It's a result of belief. Leonardo da Vinci. No, it's much, it's much more pop culture reference than that, sir. Sorry. Conor McGregor. Conor oh! McGregor. Was I right? Yeah. <laughs> God, I, have to, I, don't Dude, even, I don't even think I have what? five bucks on me. Wait, what? Five, five, what? I don't have five bucks what? on me. I owe you five bucks. I'm the MMA me. guy, and I don't even know idiot, what. Idiot, idiot. No, seriously. <laughs> that shit, that's so fucking So he literally, movie. like, that's something he says, and wow. it's, it's so true. Because if, if you have self-doubt or no confidence in yourself, it's not going to matter. Anything as simple as approaching a girl at a bar. Yeah. Yeah, and you're the first. What do you think when you saw that pretty girl? I was like, oh, I imagined her rejecting me. Well, guess what, sir? She's going to reject you now because that's the only thing that you yeah, decided. Yeah, because it's, it's a confidence issue. So now. you don't have to sit there and think that like you're gonna hit on her. She's gonna like go home with you right away. That's not. That's not. That's not any way to think. But just like go have a Act conversation. Have a little bit of confidence. Go talk to somebody. Just like anytime you're doing a business deal, you could have Bill and Bob, and Bill could be over over uh, qualified for this position. Mm-hmm. And the guy's like, you know, the it could be at a bank, and the guy's like, hey, what do you what do you think you could bring to this department? Well, Bill's a little shy, and he doesn't know how to like, kind of voice it. So he's like, I don't really know. So it's like, okay, so he's not gonna be helped, but he's qualified. 
You'd have Bob, who's, who's, who's a charismatic who's, person. Who's a charismatic felon who's ready to rob <laughs> this bank any minute, whenever he wants. Like, you could have any kind of scenario. And because when you asked him, what could you bring? He answered with energy and positivity yeah, yeah, and confidence. Yeah. You hired him, and, you know, he robbed you. But he like, robbed you. But, like, Bill <laughs> didn't get the job. And, and you're like, damn it, we should have hired Bill. How come the overqualified guy got screwed out well, of, like, because it, it, you don't have any confidence. You have nowhere man. to talk to somebody. So you have to have that. And I think it's really good to understand that, especially going into a business meeting and anything like that, just because you've never done it, like, I just actually just went to the high, like I said, I went to high school and did a lecture. I'd never done that a day in my life. But you got to know how to talk to people. Right. That's there's, the first There's step. a certain amount of, like, like uh, if you want to command a room, you actually are supposed to, like, look someone in the eye, but then raise your chin a half inch, and you're supposed to go eye, eye, mouth, like, in, like, about three seconds. And it just helps you maintain eye contact and focus. Gotcha. If they're sitting a certain way, maybe a minute later, you mimic them a little bit, and it just, it, it makes it, you feel comfortable. It, yeah. You nod it's your like, head a few it's times. It's like a thing of... They think that you you're, are looking at them right. and you're talking directly to them. Right, and you you feel, they feel like they're important to you. So they're going to keep talking. You get people going and you make right. them feel special and all that. And it's not, and it sounds really like cheapskate and like, oh, you're like, that's, just how you, that's how you're supposed to do it. Like, just how you build like a human interaction with yeah. somebody is just talk it's to a connection like person. So if you're going to cut a business deal, like you need to like maybe watch a, a YouTube video mm-hmm. of, uh, there's a guy, he's called Far From Average. I listen to him all the time. A lot of it is about just self-confidence, how to approach people and girls and anything. And people can be like, well, that's pathetic. You know how to talk to a girl? It's like, it's really not pathetic to want to know how to like approach people. And be it, a total stranger. Because right. obviously in this day and age, it's really not. It's, it's not weird. Even, it's, it's not even the fact of like just talking to girls. It's talking to regular, just dudes. You, you Like most people won't right. even walk up to a dude. Totally. And be like, hey, it man, feels how's awkward, it? right? Right. Do you know what? But if you know four how to seconds. talk. You have four seconds to say something before the feel of awkwardness sets in. Really? So when I walk into a room, if you wait five seconds, it's awkward. It doesn't mean you can't say anything. It just, but it just you puts probably it in won't out. Because that's why elevators are so awkward. Interesting. Because no one. No one said anything when they got in. Like, you're like, okay. And you're like, oh, I wasn't expecting anyone. By the time you walk in and pick your button, it's been five or six seconds. Now it's weird. You wasted your shot. You wasted just your say time hi. Time. It's yeah. that simple. It doesn't even matter. At that point, it doesn't matter what you say as long as it's like, not like I, I collect human teeth. Like, don't think it's <laughs> creepy. But like, you're like, hi. It's so easy. Just I got up. a body in the basement. Uh, <laughs> they're like, what? Because if you say something like, I collect human teeth, like, they're going to look at you like, that guy has a van and a basement. Like, <laughs> he has the a, double like, whammy. Yeah. <laughs> he, uh, he really believes in what he's doing. He's got that silence of the lamp thing going on, doesn't he? It puts the lotion on your skin. <laughs> that, that's what you should say. It puts uh, the lotion on her. It gets yeah. out. You, uh, you go into an elevator and you say, oh. it puts the lotion on its skin or it gets the hose again people are going to be like what no. yeah okay. yeah you just need to you need to understand how to command a room and it's yeah man. and there's there's certain things like like an alpha male mentality versus a beta male mentality yeah. there's stuff well, stuff that you do subconsciously where you talk in a slightly deeper voice yeah. than than most men and 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 whether you want to admit it or not like girls are much more attracted to a manlier man than a shy timid guy and they are like, like a yeah, girl yeah. and and it's bullshit girl i just want a nice guy no you don't Sorry, That's you, want, okay, you want like yeah. you just want a man who's who's can show compassion to you, but at the same time, if someone were to like cross you on the street, like he might die doing it, but he's gonna fight for you whether it's he dies or not. Like, True. Like you don't. You see plenty of really skinny, twiggy guys with these really 
And it's like, how's he defending you? It's like, he's just going to distract the guy and die for you. Like, that's, <laughs> like, like whether he fail. does or doesn't, it doesn't matter. Yeah, but it's yeah. like, she knows that he's a tough enough, brave enough guy to, like, take care of her. Well, and, and, I, really and I read the statistic where it's, uh, like, it's actually a proven fact that the hormones, are, like, for example, a dickish dude. A dude who's, like, yeah, an, an actual ass. asshole. Yeah. Uh, you know, girls will fall for that before they fall right. for an, a genuine nice dude because right. it's it's like it's a hormonal thing, um, and, and it's a subconscious thing. It's because um, back in the days of let's say cavemen, if you believe in that, or people like in ancient right. times, you have to have this certain give off that hey, I can fight for my family, I can put food on the totally. table, I can hunt, I can do this. And uh, this is what I'll take care of. Agreed. Well, if you're an asshole, you have a more dominant, uh, you have an aggressive, type, uh, aggressive alpha mindset, male mentality. and girls will go, "Yeah, up. that's what I like." But if you're more like laid back and so you're a little bit nicer, you're not really gonna be a Mac right. Daddy. Uh, you're, I mean, you'll have friends, right? No, but no, no, you're it, not gonna it, be alone. And it's not against you. It's it's just the it's fact that you know it is a true. And you don't have to be an asshole to get the girls. The reason the asshole gets the girl is because he's very confident and doesn't give a shit what people think. Exactly. You could be it's a, a nice guy and not give a shit what people think at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Like, if you're doing, like, I'm going to open a picture shop, and people are like, that's stupid. I'll be like, that's cool. You're not invited. Like, whatever. <laughs> if you come in my shop, like, I will spit like, in your croissant. Right. If you come in and you're like, that's stupid, I'm like, oh, well, I don't know. Like, you sound Yeah. Well, it's, it's, you're showing weakness. Don't. That. Just don't. You don't. Just don't care what someone thinks. Don't. Don't be a chaser. Let her chase you a little bit. And just. Just. Yeah, be. You, be, be you. you. Yeah. Like, and, and people want to say, like. Like you're you're perfect the way you are. No, you're not. I'm sorry, but no one's perfect. No one's like, perfect. You can always fix something, whether that be. Yeah, I mean, you think has you have impact. five pounds too many? Lose them. If you think you're overweight, do something about it. Right. That's your opinion. Well, and then there's off. people who think that if you're overweight and you're at the gym, they shame that person. Right? It's like, I'm like well, that guy's probably, working. His they're, ass work, off. they're they're working harder than you are, man. I've right. seen some dudes at the gym who just literally just walk in to look at themselves in the mirror, which is fine if you no, want totally. to waste your time. Because that person might have been a skinny twiglet when they were a teenager. Yeah. And they're sick of feeling weak. So they did this, and instead of it, they're not trying to be showbody about it. That's just them now. Right. They're just a muscly I mean, dude, guy now. I just, I, I mean, I'll, I'll admit, like, I will look at myself in the mirror for 20, 30 minutes and be like, oh, you can improve on this part of your and muscle it's true. mass. Everybody can improve you, on you, that. You, you, can, you can work out a little bit harder, do more chest, you know, you need to buff it, you know, like, you need to just do these things, and, like, it's almost just like I'm taking a picture of myself in my mind and saying, all right, this is what I looked like on this day. I'm going to see what my progression will be from here till now. Um, And that's just like in the exercise world, um, people who, you know, if they're overweight or if they feel overweight, um, let's say 600 pounds or something, but they're working, you know, they're working hard. It's the fact of the matter. You have to stay positive in the mindset where it's Mm. like you're not going to notice weight loss. Right. Uh, probably not for a good Even month. if people say so. If you lose 100 pounds, you weigh 600 pounds, you ain't going to notice nothing. <laughs> You're not going to really Other notice. Other than the fact that you feel like you will feel You'll feel lighter, better. But you won't see a whole lot. And it's really and about And you staying, just got to keep staying, 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 staying positive and keep going to your goal. And that's and that's a, that's with anything that you do. You're not going to see immediate results because no. your mind won't let you have it. Um, you have to just keep working until one day you go, oh, yeah. And it's always you know, going to be harder before it gets better. Exactly. Like, like for I'm doing this stuff, and my car starts misfiring on, like, to the cylinder. I'm like, bullshit. 600 bucks to replace yeah, the fuel pump, so I'm, I'm trying to get it so, clean so myself. So it, it backtracks. But, it's, like, you, but it, you know, it, like... it's always when you're trying to do something that things get harder. And the difference between the millionaire that lives in a penthouse in New York City and the guy who lives in the alley behind it is maybe he pushed through it. 
Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, and that's... And I'm not that's, saying, like, the guy in the alley didn't have some bad stuff happen, but it's like, you, you, you gotta decide, you like, is this to, gonna make me right. or break me? And exactly. you need to figure it out. Hero's journey. It's, it's it, true. It really is, yeah. It's true, because, like, that's, like, that's, that's, that's what makes you something, is when you have nothing, and you just, you, you gotta stand up. Well... It's tough. And I just think people done. need to, they just need to realize, like, nothing's gonna be given. I, I mean, hate, people, people uh, get given shit every day, and that's cool and all, but the struggler's dream is better than the person who got it all at, right. at once because you know it's like i was talking to uh lucas and mm-hmm. we were talking about if i won the lottery or he won the lottery what would we do lottery, oh we'd put it you. we would put it right back into the company you know we would fund all this shit but then you're like well where's the at where were where's the prize it's not the money right. it's the fact that you built it from the ground up and you had to struggle every day you wake up you're like fuck like I'm still stuck in this rip, but right. I I gotta keep working. You know, you know if you're just given all this stuff at one time, you're not gonna feel like you worked for it. That's true. And that's not that's not a good mentality to have. And I just feel like if you struggle, like say, you know, I don't feel comfortable if I'm comfortable. That's right. the weird thing. Yeah. I don't feel good. Get out of your comfort zone. That's a huge thing. Is like if you're comfortable, you need to do something different. Yeah. Like it's just you can't grow as a person staying in the same place. Exactly. You, you have can't to struggle, man. Change when you haven't done anything. Different. Even if you have to incite the change on your own. Right. So it's like you're living in a cushy spot. You have enough money to do all this stuff and have you know you have a nice savings. Well, why don't you just take a risk and see what that right. does to your mind? Because it's gonna make you work harder. I mean, right. I moved out of my house on Monday. And I, I remember I told I mentioned to Alex and the guys we were in Wichita playing some shows and I was like I think I'm gonna move out Monday, because I was too comfortable, and I needed to save some money. I wanted to save more money, and I was like I, I'm gonna move out Monday. I I took the day off and I moved out. I, I just because I'm creating the, the. I put in a three week notice and bought a ticket to Europe. Like yeah, exactly. <laughs> different See, things. It's it's like it's you struggle to to make you work harder and that's my whole thing i'm gonna be living out of a suitcase for as long as i right. have until i find another place to live because it it makes me want to work harder because yeah. i don't want to be there right. i don't want to be living in a trailer or an rv or whatever with my fucking grandma that's not my that's right. not my bag but you know it's just gonna make me push harder to do other things to 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 find somewhere else to go and to push harder on projects because i'm not in my comfort zone i'm like sure. I'm basically glorified homeless, and it's cool to me. Yeah. You know, I have all my shit in my car. If someone stole my car, they get a lot of treasure. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's in there. <laughs> they'll, they'll get yeah. it all. And I'm well, like, it boils down to, like, if you do win the lottery, obviously you're going to, like, you're going to help fund your shit. Like, that's going to happen. But, like, it doesn't mean you have to, to, like, sit back and take it easy. Like, that, what that just did was that just unlocked anything and everything you right, ever you wanted tools. to yeah, do. Yeah. Yeah. You tool. now have the green light to do Anything. anything. If anything. you won the hundred million, billion, whatever the hell it was last... I think it was like $1.4 billion or something like that. If you won $1.4 billion, you better believe that you would be... And you would be... First of all, you'd probably buy a fucking studio or at least a small space and turn it into one. Like, yeah. You're going to do something big with it. And all that did was mean you don't have to go look for investors. Yeah. That should be the only thing that were to change for you. Like, if exactly. someone... If I were to win the lottery... All that means, my hustle. It doesn't mean that. It doesn't mean, it doesn't that, mean that my spreadsheet for my months pr- is gonna do itself because I have one point eight billion right. dollars or whatever. What that means is now I have the peace of mind. I got a lot more. And I got a lot bigger spreadsheet. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Now the spreadsheet's huge. Yeah, you have more columns. Right. Now it's like, ooh, the building can get a little bigger. Like all they did was open Probably up a door. It doesn't yeah. mean that you have to like give it. Well, a and I think people just like, like they do the whole. Oh, I have so much money now. I'm gonna go fucking party. Um, and you see the dudes who, who do win the lottery or, or, or dudes and chicks and poor, they just yeah. blow it all. 
And it's like, yo, dude, you had so much money. You had so much. I met this guy. He came into my work the other day. He won $10,000 off of a scratch-out ticket. Nice. He had the ticket, and he was like, like, something fell, and it hit him in the leg. I was like, oh, sorry, dude. Sorry about that. And he's like, hey, man, nothing's going to get me down today. And I was like, what, is Friday or what? And he was like, show me his ticket. He's like, I just won 10. He's like, I just, I just won <laughs> 10 grand. You get fucking <laughs> yeah. out by the guy who works at the battery factory. The and battery, I can see him again. The battery facti- factory and trains in MMA every day. So <laughs> he's like, like, fuck this, I'm out here, man. But yeah, he shows me that. And I'm like, wow, man, that's that's pretty cool. That's a good Friday for what you, man. You do? And he was like, he was just like, I'm just going to keep playing. And I'm like, so you're going to waste that $10,000. You're waste five grand which, to try and win. Which, hey, win. I mean, if that's your game you like taking those risks be my guest but for me i would go get your teeth fixed because you had major meth mouth and i felt really (laughs) bad for you (laughs) you're gonna buy more meth Uh, what you do with that is you go and you invest it or something yeah man that's something that people don't do is they don't invest money enough in themselves right because i right before like i made i made some pretty drastic changes right before i left the sink i was about ready to start putting a thousand dollars a month into an investment portfolio and like really start building future financial stability mm-hmm. and my god i just couldn't do it anymore at the restaurant i called the guy i was like hey we gotta cancel all this i'm not doing any of that right now i got this stuff going so i went i literally i went from like a job that paid the bills and i was able to put you know i was able to put like a thousand dollars a month into savings wow which i was going to transfer into your portfolio, portfolio instead of saving it and then just start building future to I quit. I'm gonna blow. I think I was ended up being two grand on the trip to Europe, and then so it was probably closer to twenty five hundred after buying everything and coming back and getting called by them and being like, "No, I'm, 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 I'm good, good, man. I'm good." Like, one, well, you just you're figuring your shit out. That's the thing. It's has like. To do. I mean, like, you can take a trip, and that trip's going to... It could be detrimental to the growth of your mind. Like, they could be, a, like, a thing of... You take a trip, and you realize something. Because you're not home, you're not in the everyday grind. It's true. And it's like... <coughs> your brain you, is doing a thousand you, yeah, things Yeah, you're, you're thinking of a bunch of other things, and, like, it, it's very much so, like, I told Alex the other night, I just, you know, we were in Wichita, we played a show, and mm-hmm. we were just sitting at his dad's Wichita, homie's where? house. Uh, Kansas. Damn. Yeah. And so I was, we were sitting there listening to music, and that's when I it dawned on me. I was like, yo, man, if my life could be this fun every day, you know, where I just right. hang out with some homies, and we make music, and we travel, and we just do stuff, like, I will be not maybe not financially set, but I would be, like, my, happiness, my happiness would be set for life right. because that's my muse. It's like, it's not a comfortable thing. And it's not a total struggle. It's right in the middle. It's right where I like right. it. Right. Because where you, it's like I gotta work to stay here. Yeah. If I stop working, I'm gonna be. And you screwed. and you live you live a day at a time. You're not living two right. weeks, three months, two years at a time. You're living a day at a time. You go, well, we have all this stuff to do today, right. and then tomorrow it's gonna be the same thing. Right. But you know, you think of it the next day. You're like, right. all right, today is the 22nd, not the 21st anymore. 21st, we did all this. Today is a different day. Now we have that's, to do all yeah. this to get to here. That's a big um, problem people have is they want to... They, they just want to think so they, far in the they, future. They get depressed about yesterday, and they stress about tomorrow, Yeah. and then they just sacrifice today. Yeah, like, and it's, it's just... So it, it, it is a sad circle, man. Like it is. It, I think, and it comes with technology, I, that's a major part. You look at so many people every day who live a better life than you, and that just brings you down. You just, it's, 
you have to create happiness for yourself. No one's going to give you happiness. You have to create it for yourself. You have to go find it um, and, and, and acquire it. Um, I don't know, man. Like, I, I wish people <laughs> would just figure that out by now. I think, I think, I think a society would be a little bit more healthier than it would. Than it is, but I don't remember. It was uh, it was actually her name's Kendra Kendra Kelly. She's a pastry chef in Fort Lauderdale, Arizona. Mm-hmm. And we talk sometimes over Instagram and stuff because I really she's so talented. But uh, Kendra's Kitchen on Instagram, you guys can look that up. Uh, it's pretty cool. She does some awesome stuff. Um, but she 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 was texting a friend and she felt like she wanted to put it up on her Instagram just to like share with people, and it was uh. Anxiety or uh, depression comes from worrying too much about yesterday. Anxiety comes from worrying about way worrying way too much about tomorrow. But like happiness comes from being concerned about today. Yeah. So if people could just get that, because I, I remember I was in it was I was in Europe when I read that, mm-hmm. and I had like spent that day being like, okay, I was only two weeks into the trip, and I didn't even know I wanted to open a cafe until I went to Europe and started eating at them. And like, this is pretty cool. I like this feel. Right. And I'm sitting there, I'm like, hey, there's so much to do, like, and I was like, and I read that, and I was like, oh, I'm going to ruin, like, the last two weeks of my trip if I just sit here and do this, so, fuck it. And I'm just going to hang out. Right, I'm just going to enjoy my trip, yeah, and when I get yeah. back, then it's time to grind. But yeah. for now, this is, like, my time to do nothing. So it was really cool to, like, read that and have little things pop in that kind of get you going well, for the and day. It, and, and, like, it's sure. crazy that little things can inspire something big. You know, oh, like, it's, so it, it's like a cool... Cup of coffee and a croissant makes and, me want to make a cafe pastry shop. Like, little things, right. it's crazy. And, you know, you, the, you look at the view or wherever you're sitting and you're like, you pick these little details. You're like, ooh, I like the feeling of this. It's right. like this. Randomly following this this pastry chef girl on Instagram right. like, led to me having this moment of like, chill out, enjoy your trip. Yeah, man. It's, it's so, your time to relax. It's crazy. Dominoes, butterfly effect. It's great. It is. I mean, that's... I like. I feel like that's where a lot of artists or anybody who's working for themselves, they they always have these dawning moments. You know, you're sitting somewhere, you're doing something, right. and then you go, "Oh shit, this right is it, man!" Right after that "oh shit" moment, that's what I want to do. Usually, there's a dozen people that come in and tell you you can't. And the sad thing is, those people that say you can't, they couldn't, so they just assume that you're not better than right. them and you can't. Or they've never even tried. Or they never tried, which is so sad. When it's just, you know, like, Life's from my experience so far, and, like, <laughs> and Alex can attest to this, but I've been talking about mixed martial arts for the past three weeks nonstop. That's all I talk about. <coughs> Alex is like, that's, shut up. <laughs> I don't care. That's, that's, why, that's why I was laughing. I said Conor McGregor. I didn't even fucking know that was, <laughs> that was him. I was just giving Jeremy shit because that's his boy, so uh, I figured. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but, no, and that, <laughs> it's just funny because. Your boy uh, got knocked out. I know choked he did. I, he got choked out, which, I was which, for Connor. Sorry, which is, which is what I was, what I'm learning is, you know, the choked out factor, like in jujitsu, because I just started. I'm on week three, and mm. you know, like the coaches, they're always like, "Man, you're learning super quick. Like, keep coming back." You care. And and it's I'm putting forth the effort God, it's because what your it, brain will just exactly, and you just you and if like i'm naturally like you know i play football i played sports baseball you know whatever and i was naturally like oh yeah this mm-hmm. is easy it makes sense in my head yeah. yeah and going into this this is my first sport in three years because i tore my acl so i just you know i weight i weight lifted and you tore your acl I had too? A tear in my acl and my mm. acl at the same time i uh, did a straight across mine wasn't straight across mine was one fatal mm-hmm. swoop ended my senior year but mine so was i was just scared to get back into a sport totally and you know i've been, uh, I'm gonna make a reference to Joe Rogan, you know, and, and like I've always oh, yeah. loved fighting, 
and he talked about jujitsu, and he's like, people should try it at least once in their life. Just give it a shot. See what, see if you like it or not, or whatever. And he's like, it's a, it's one of the best full body workouts. It's a good ego check. Everyone's equal. You come in, you put forth the effort. You're gonna get something out of it. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna take him up on this offer, and I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go train. I'm gonna figure this out. And I literally, within the first 20 minutes of class, I fell in love into a deep, dark hole of just like, this is what I want to fucking do, this man. This is fun. It's a great way to blow off steam. It's a great way to blow off steam, afternoon. and it's so, it's just, it's everyone like. Everyone needs a hobby. Like, everyone honestly, needs a hobby, something man. that isn't part of your daily grind. Right. It's your way to, and like, And it's relax. a good, it's a good hour of just, like, you have nothing else to think about mm-hmm. except for your opponent and the things that you're learning. So, you know, you go into jujitsu and you're you're learning how to one defend yourself and you know commit offense in that mm-hmm. sense. So it's like, for me, my new goal on top of everything else that we're all doing is I want to make it in, at least compete in an MMA type of right. Matchup. Like even if it's just like some even some, if it's not even like even UFC or Bellator like or something. A referee and one guy to say this happened and your coach like that's right. it. No I one would else be, there. I just just the 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 idea of fighting somebody who is equally or even more advancedly trained than you you're both like tuned athletic machines right. who are who do the same thing but they're gonna know they're gonna have a different strategy to what you're doing totally. and it, it's like it's you just a mind game better stuff yeah man and that's the one thing it taught me in the in these last three weeks i was like bro like this is something i want to do because right. it's it's a challenge for your mind and your body you you put your body through a lot of physical like it's true you break Stuff. part of you most oh, of the yeah. time. Oh, yeah. I walk out of class and I hurt. Bruised in the sore. Like, yeah. I have bruises all up and down my arms. My neck hurts all the time because I've been, you know, we're working on getting out of chokes and totally. choking. And, like, it's just it's just fun just learning how to yeah. control a situation. <laughs> um, and that's, like, if you never try anything, you're never going to know if you'll like it or not. And I didn't think at first I was like, oh, I can't, I can't do jujitsu. Like, that's, I've seen those guys. Yeah, man. I'm like, ah, UFC, MMA. Right. That's fucking crazy. That's for animals, man. That's for chimps, man. They run in there. <laughs> they, they just want to beat the shit out of each other. Right. I was like, that's not for me, man. Like, I have more compassion, but it's not even the thing of like being an aggressive person. It's not an aggressive. It's not an aggressive sport, and people have that minor misconception right. about it. It's a sport of honor. Right, where you've got to beat that guy based right. on your strategy being better than me. Exactly, and it's it's a lot slower paced in your head than it looks. I mean, you watch oh, a fight, sure. like, you watch a fight, a punch, boom, boom, yeah. boom, you, you know, you're watching these combos, they're super quick, and it's like, it's actually not that fast. Right. When you're actually, like, in a situation for mm-hmm. jiu-jitsu, and people are getting thrown, it's a very, like, it feels super slow. I'm sure. But you're doing it so quickly, like, from your an outside. A, yeah, you your adrenaline yeah. is now, like, yeah. in, and you're, like... Thinking quicker than and so you have to try to defeat your opponent in a way where it's very strategic. Because if you make one small move here, they can you, you know take you your leg. He they can knock you out. out. They can yeah. put you in a choke. They can they can put you in a wrist yeah. lock. I mean, it's just it's so right. weird, man. I mean, that's not even like that's not even like your full blown passion for life. That's just no. what you do. And I think that's really cool because like even even like setting up my aunt and uncle were having an estate sale. Even setting up like I screw myself out of a job because I work for them part time. So mm-hmm. doing all this is hourly and whatnot. And she's like, I can't believe you're done. It's only been three hours. Like I was setting it all up. I'm like, yeah, I know. She's like, well, we don't. You can go home now. And I'm like, like screw myself. But in my opinion, anything worth doing is worth doing well. Right. Right. Because something and people don't think about this, but it, it's such. My time is invaluable. It is priceless. You guys, you don't even. There's literally one thing in the whole world you can never get back. I can go make more money. I can go make more money 
any day of the week and go get a job. It doesn't matter. I'll never get time back. No. You, you can't have... get it back. So if I'm gonna if I'm gonna spend an hour in traffic, it's an hour of your life you're never ever gonna touch again. Yeah. Anything yeah. you decide to do, if you decide to clean your damn house, clean it. Make it clean. Don't be like, oh, I could uh, well, yeah, no, clean the damn house. Because now like, you're gonna <coughs> sacrifice another thirty minutes tomorrow. It's just worth know. it. People you with good work well ethic. Pe- yeah. Like like today, I'm checking people out at the like I've got five people making piles of stuff because they have some good shit. But they're making piles, and I'm like adding these up separately. And like my uncle's like, how much for all? I'm like, I'm like that pile's forty eight. This is seventy two twenty five. This is eighty six seventy five. I'm like, and he's like, how do you remember that? I'm like. It's just if if I'm doing something, I'm gonna do it as best I can, and if I just, forget, I'll react. Well, like, and whatever. It, and it's it's just a good it's a good uh, mental state to have because, I mean, your work ethic is everything. I mean, you, for example, you you fucking, you know, you're delivering pizza or some shit. Right. You have 15 runs to do, but you know all the back ways to get to these places. Instead of milking the time, right? Why not get yeah, everything done early? And who knows? What if you get back to your the pizza shop and they're like, "Hey, man, you did that so quick. You can have the rest of the day off." Right. Or here's a 25 cent raise. Yeah, yeah. Something you know, like and that. it's it's like you have to you have to work harder to get to benefit. I mean, what's the point of being a right. Joe Smo like slacker? And everyone else is like, why? Why are you doing that, man? Like, yeah. and like everyone gets on your case, and right. you're like, dude, you can work a little bit if you put a little bit more effort. Totally. You would get something more out and of it. And people notice things when you don't think they're looking. Yeah. Like when, like uh, when I, I started, I went from working at the country club. I worked there for over a year, and I ended up going to the sink, and I took a lower position than I had the country club. Mm. It was just like a prep cook, two days a week, and I'd work the line three days a week, and it, it was a lower position, but it was opportunity, and it paid a little bit more. So I went over and I started doing that. And then after three days of prep, I was helping the original prep guy. That prep guy was like, he needs to get, I can't have him up here. I'm losing money. Cause like we'd get shit done. I'd get in at eight and we'd get done at one. And he's usually not done till four. Wow. We're getting shit done. So I did. So in order for that guy to live, they had to put me down on the line full time. So I started being pizza five days a week. I started doing that. And then they were like, okay, well we're going to move you to Sunday, Monday prep so that he can have his full weekend. I'm like, all right, cool. So I'd, Thursday, Friday, Saturday pizza, uh, Sunday, Monday prep, and after two weeks they gave me a raise, and I like you know I'm not I'm just doing my job, that's the key. After three months of being just a prep line guy, they made me sous chef. Wow. Like you move, I I, I you know I bounced over everybody, and it really like, this isn't arrogance. This is my belief that like. I was better than everybody else in that kitchen. It's um, it's true. It's your it's, it's you put forth the effort and, you get and you know, you know the, you reap the, benefit. the yeah the benefits speak for or the the results speak for themselves. Fruits of your labor, it. man. I'm 21 years old and I'm in charge of people that are thir- 30 and older. Yeah. Like, it, it, don't get me wrong. It's awkward to tell somebody to do something when they've got 15 years on you, but because they respect you because they know how hard you work. That's how you gain a guy's respect. Yeah. Is there's a little bit from a physical standpoint. Like if you're weak skinny guy and some muscle head comes in you're gonna not mess with him out of like respect for his figure but if that guy comes in and he starts stealing shit you're gonna think he's a piss hand nothing yeah but he comes yeah. in and like i always want to treat people the way i want to be treated so exactly. i would talk to my cooks and all that stuff like they're they're getting pissed off at like like they, they're not getting stuff out fast enough i'm like dude breathe calm down man. you know we were uh, i i can literally I, I had to go you know tell the service like hey put a pause on orders for like five minutes let us catch up and we'll be good to go do that it's just the way that you, you hold yourself. Like I said, anything worth doing is worth doing right. Whether that's me taking the one quart of ranch that's left in this 22-quart container just putting it into the one-quart container. Yeah, yeah. That's what we're supposed to do. So do it because you're supposed to do it. 
It doesn't matter what your job is because well, and there's there's no point of cutting right. corners. It just no, makes it harder. Because if you can't, because people say like, "I'll work harder when I'm the boss." Like, no, you won't. Because if you can't, if you're a janitor and you can't even clean the bathroom right, you definitely can't run this company yeah. as a CEO. Because what you're gonna, you know, you're gonna if cut you don't, corners. If you don't clean gonna... behind the toilet, you're gonna like put off a spreadsheet, and that's gonna come and bite you in the ass. You're gonna yeah. get fired. Yeah. It is. It's 100% true. It's... You can't do the little things. You can't be well, trusted with do the, the little things. things right, and you'll have you'll do the big sure. things right. It's just it's your model for growth. It's your model. It's your mindset. Your work ethic. If you're gonna if you're gonna put the time into something, that's your time. That's your life. You need to get the best out of it that yeah. you can. If you want to be like that guy, you need to like stop and think. Like, if I want to be like Gordon Ramsay on Thirty Five Restaurants, how would he handle this situation? Like, like what would he do? Be like, okay, well he. You know, he'd probably make this decision with the food and make this decision here. So, I'm gonna do that. Yeah. And before you know it, you're no longer trying to be Gordon Ramsay. You're just you making different who makes better making, decisions. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Right. And, and it's that easy to to trick your mind into thinking you're mimicking. So then you take on that identity right. of a hard worker with makes good decisions. Well, yeah, man. And that's man. That's like that's that's a good. That's just a good mindset to have. Like Work I just, p- people cut corners too often, yeah. and it just it comes back to bite you in the ass, and you know you'll be left you'll be left with nothing. But uh, I was lucky. I learned that young. I was at my uncle's ranch, my great uncle, and I like had a sucker or whatever, and mm-hmm. I ate it. It was a tootsie pop sucker, or whatever. And I throw it to the trash can for the shot, and I missed. You just leave it. No, I went and picked it up. <laughs> I went and picked it up and threw it away. And I didn't even know. My great uncle's behind me. He was like, I'm very impressed. And I was like, because well, I missed. He's like, no, you went and picked up that trash. And I was like. Well, and that's the thing. You is don't think anybody's looking, but they are. Yeah. So do the right thing. Always. Even you if even if no one's looking. Yeah, you know? Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like, yeah. you don't know who is looking. Like, I didn't know people are paying attention to how fast I'm putting out pizzas and doing the prep and stuff. I'm just doing my job. Right. And then I get a raise, and then a promotion. Like, well, you just don't know what dominoes are going to fall in what way to put you to where you want to exactly, be. So you right. need to just take advantage of every opportunity to be the best you can be. Yeah, man. Well, that's a good way to end <laughs> this, motherfucker. <laughs> but like, honestly, a sound bit for the intro or what? Uh, we already have. We have a pre-recorded sound oh, bit. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. But uh, yeah, man. Oh, I fun. appreciate you being here. This is Anthony, my homie. The chef, the badass. Old school homie. My mom still got videos. Oh no! <laughs> talking, Love talking them. some funny shit. Like, uh, we used to have those weird like blankets that were animals. Like, those looked like oh, a leopard yeah, or a yeah, lion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, videos of us wearing those on our heads, like we were. Then. Oh Jesus! Those should never uh, surface in the professional world. <laughs> be like, wow, be dude, dude go on, go on my YouTube channel and watch my my cooking videos and see if like one day I hope those pop up. I hope I hope I'm on uh, like not even not the late night shows. I fucking hate those shows. But uh, there's this one British one and I can't remember what his name is. John Oliver. No, 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 no. Uh, God damn it, what's Graham his name? Norton. Graham Norton, thank you. Graham Norton. He is so funny, and his shows are never really political. They're just about funny shit. And I hope I'm sitting there one day and he goes, have you found this video? And like plays it and I'm like, yeah, it's me. Yeah. <laughs> 21, 21 years old, just like trying to do YouTube. And like, I think my highest view was like a 55 people viewed a video. And I'm like, whatever, that's chill. Hey and man, then, you know, that's 55 And then I just ran people. out of time to do it, so I stopped doing it. But I just think it's funny that that's out there like forever. Like, hey man, hilarious. but that's the funny thing. You have 55 people eyes on the I know, show. Right? You know? That's so crazy. It's better than zero. Yeah, 55 so. for like a, for a YouTube with just, you know, starting. That's not, that's not, that's that's right. not it wasn't yeah. bad at all. But, all right, well, cool. Right, Thanks for Go listening, ahead. y'all.
Uh, I would monetize the shit out of this, but I don't have that yet, so... Monetize? <laughs> yeah, you know, no like ads. ads and shit, but... Oh, that'd be, yeah, great. Here's our ad. <laughs> <laughs>